And we're live. My God. I hope you're ready for round two here. Merry Christmas. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank God it is Friday and we have returned yet again for a second dose of the Michael Deacon program. You're so lucky. I've returned and join me in a moment is Mr. E.A. Coetting and of course my co-host Mr. Mike Hideous and I believe they might be talking right now. Uh, gentlemen, are you both alive and well out there? We we are, but we were we were actually patiently, uh, quietly sitting here just uh, uh, waiting. <laughs> so we didn't have any fun uh, off off uh, record conversations. Oh, oh, that's sad. I thought you guys were uh, chatting it up there. You guys are just quiet, um, fumbling your thumbs. Mm -hmm. We may have been quiet, but I took off all my clothes for this interview. There yeah. you go. That's the right way to do it. Welcome back, Mr. Kowetting. <laughs> and of course, welcome back, Mike, for another special edition of the Michael Deacon program. And of course, I was already live. And Hello, Michael. Uh, I'm fired up, Mike. I'm back and ready to do it. Good to hear. Right. And uh, Mr. Coetting, what, what's going on with you? How's everything going on on your side of quote unquote heaven? <laughs> things, things are great on on this side. This is a little south of heaven where I'm at, actually. But uh, no, things are things are great. You know, I've uh, about uh, six months ago, I took the dive and started up a YouTube or I'm sorry, a TikTok channel. Oh. We can talk a little later about what happened to my YouTube channel. But uh, but uh, I'm on TikTok now, and that's been going really really well. It's uh, you know, it, it's it's given me that that venue to to be able to connect with my audience quite a bit more. So so that's going really well. You know, business is going well. We've got a book coming out this uh, this Halloween. It'll actually be out the thirtieth at midnight called Encyclopedia of Vampirism, and uh, it's basically a full grimoire on vampirism. Very nice. Yes, we we are going to talk a lot about that here tonight. And uh, you know, once I announced that you were going to be on. I had a bunch of uh, new, I guess they're like new listeners out there or just new in general because they were wanting me to ask you how how to sell their soul. <laughs> okay. I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. What the what? <laughs> well, you know, that's it, that, it, it's really simple is is uh, you can make contact with any deity or demon or or really there's, there's a whole host of spirits out there that are happy to make a deal for your soul. Uh, my, my, my problem with that is I don't know that they can actually collect. I don't know that your soul is something that you even have the ability to exchange yours. Cause when we're talking about your soul, 
your soul is basically a um, a uh, a holographic representation of God. That each one of us is the divine embodied. Uh, I don't know that that can be sold, um, but you can you can sure as hell you can sure as heck get some good deals out of it though. Um, I, I actually went on a little mission for a few years of selling my soul to as many different entities as I could. So upon my death, there will be a, a, a battle of of spirits in in Earth to claim my soul. That would be really cool. I but, believe but so. It would be yeah, like but, being torn apart by hyenas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What better way to what better way to go out into to that second death? You know, that's no, great. I'm, I'm alright. I'd rather die in my sleep. <laughs> See, Mike, that's what you failed to do. You know, you should have been trying uh, to conjure all kinds of spirits and entities, Mike, when you were playing with the misfits, or were you? Right. Well, but well, you, no. But, I I I did the. Um, I, I did the satanic thing after the misfits. Uh, I didn't. <clears throat> that was that was different. That's a whole other story, dude. If you're if you're gonna take a trip to hell, you've got to go with Glenn Danzig. He's the only way. He's the only guide all the way down. So he, he doesn't he doesn't believe in Satanism. He he's against organized religion, but he's not a Satanist. Sure, you know you know, you know what they say. The best trick that the devil ever played was <laughs> getting Except, people. To, no, I get it. No, I get it. it. But uh, this is a man who I have personally spoken to, and I know he is not a Satanist. I know he's read everything about Satanism and witchcraft and the occult, uh, as well as uh, Judeo-Christian um, uh, beliefs and so forth. But he is not, and I can confirm this: yeah. he is not a Satanist. No, he's he's. But you're no. right. You're right. By the way, the best way to con to to to. What, 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 how did you say it? Ba you know, basically, the best way to do it is not tell everybody you're a Satanist. <laughs> right. Well, and you know, and yeah, well, no, you're you're totally right about Danza. He's he's uh, he's kind of a he's got. I, I mean, I'm still gonna think I'm still gonna call him a Satanist. He's still doing the devil's work, whether or not he believes oh, yeah. in the devil. He's still doing Absolutely. the devil's work, but he's no King Diamond. You know, no, King, Di no, no, King no. Diamond's doing. He he had no problem about doing full on rituals uh, live on stage and then in the after show and everything else. King Diamond uh, was really tapped in, but but that's an interesting thing. So so with that, uh, uh, the question of how to sell your soul, the truth of it is. If you start thinking about a demon, let's say just the devil, we can just pick Satan out of the crowd. If you start thinking about Satan, and specifically if you say his name, like I've said his name a few times already, right. he starts to draw near. He starts to draw near. And so really, uh, all that you need to be able to get into contact with any spirit is focus on them and actually call them forth using your words. You know, we we're, we are unique in the fact uh, amongst animals that we have a full vocabulary that we can use. This is actually a magical gift. So actually using words, call these, call these beings forth, call their name. This is why in, in, uh, in the, the 10 commandments, thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. That, that was a, if you speak his name, he will come. And so don't speak his name unless you want him to come. Well, that's always been that uh, not, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt if I was oh. interrupting Michael. Um, but yeah, that's always been the thing the the, the history of words, um, even in the Bible, you know, before there was God, there was the word. Uh, so, yeah, words are very powerful or allegedly very powerful within uh, the occult uh, uh, region of, of things. Even even to the degree that a, a simple spell you can cast is is decide what it is exactly you want and then write it down on a piece of paper, smear that paper with your blood from left to right and uh, and then burn it in a candle flame. 
and uh, and and you're releasing that will into the universe, and and that that has a very high likelihood of happening for you. Really simple true. spell, but but all it is because as you're writing the words, you know, you're actually condensing your thoughts, you're condensing your intention, you're putting it into this packet, and then the the blood is a powerful catalyst that that opens a gateway between the worlds, as does the the candle flame. So really simple, but and we also notice, you know, in in the New Testament. Before Jesus works a miracle and before he he has an answer to the difficult questions, he always kneels down and starts drawing in the sand. He starts making these impressions with his finger in the sand. Nobody ever knows or says what he was drawing, but it's an interesting way of focusing your your attention on on opening a gateway is how I see it. Right. It was hop, hopscotch. I agree with you 100%, by the way. I feel that a lot of things in religion – uh, and any religion out there, all of it, it's all very esoteric. It's all very, um, it's, it's, it's sorcery almost in a way, no matter which religion you choose to follow in that path, you're still invoking and you're still doing all these rituals without you really even knowing it. Yeah. yeah well, well, it's the, just a matter of a uh, preference is what I'm saying. Right. Well, well, the problem, the, the problem is, is that we are surrounded by spirits. We are surrounded by things that we don't understand. We're plunked into this reality and told that the three dimensions is really all that there is, but we know differently. And, uh, and, and so we're all trying to, we're all trying to find answers to this, this huge mystery that we're right. experiencing. And, uh, and so religion, religion, it does a funny thing. They, they, they take some real cool teachings and then they mess them all up with all kinds of dogma and, and control tactics. Um, I think that's really the nature of religion. I don't think, I don't, you know, I, I don't think religions ought to be, uh, maintained after the death of their leader because that's, you know, I don't think Jesus would approve of much Christianity that goes on today. And, um, I was going to call you Eric. Is that okay, Eric? Eric is perfect, yes. And uh, Eric, I was going to say, um, you're cool with taking phone calls here tonight, right? It, even, though his, even though his name is Ed. <laughs> or Ed. <laughs> no, my, my name is Eric, and Eric is perfect. <laughs> Edward. Sorry. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, calls, calls are great, yeah. Right on. Well, if anybody wants to call in, you're more than game here. We um, aren't really... Um, you know, we're, we're taking it easy here tonight. We're having fun. We are enjoying ourselves here. We're having an open discussion. And of course, Christians, don't be afraid. You, you are welcome here. I don't want anyone to feel like they are being attacked in any kind of way. We respect your viewpoints. And again, I'm, I'm not exactly a Christian. And uh, at one time, I was calling myself an agnostic atheist. And I got to be honest, I believe in a higher power. So the atheist part is kind of gone. Um, yeah, and I was going to say that atheism does not uh, 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 does not it's not part of what you are if you believe in a higher correct a higher I'm, entity or a higher right. power. I just wanted to clarify that for anyone out there who's just listening to this now and has no idea what the hell is going on here. But I thought it's I I think it's always a great idea to bring in everyone and bring their thoughts and opinions on all matters, no matter what their skin color is, what they believe in. It doesn't really matter. We are all one is essentially what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, you know, and we are that, that even already, we've only been talking for, for 15 minutes, 10 minutes or something like that. And we've already landed on the fact that, that we're using 
that, that, that religions are, are, are basically using different terminologies for the same thing, that we're trying to understand right. the same topic, and we might just be calling it by different things, which is really the whole story of the Tower of Babel, that we could all cooperate if it weren't for this language thing, which I don't think is necessarily just the language we're speaking, but also the tribes that we we uh, assume ourselves to be part of and the, the culture that we take on, rather than being one people, we have created these these really false divisions. Yes, unfortunately, that's true. I wish it wasn't like that. You know, I feel that we are an intelligent race. We have the capabilities of being an intelligent race, but we sort of uh, sink that rather quickly when we get so emotional and worked up, we throw that out the window. And by the way, we are joined already by a caller. They might have a question. Um, cool. let, let's see what they say, and then we'll get right back into this discussion. Um, caller, you are live on the air. Go ahead. Hi, guys. How's it going? All right. Hey, Eric, do you think that there's much chance that some of the uh, things that you write about are being practiced by our supposed leaders today? Right. Good question. Great question. I know for a fact that the things I teach are being are being practiced at by I can't say by government officials in any official capacity. But I've had government officials come out here to my my spot in Utah and spend three days to to learn all the things that I could teach them. Most of the time when I've had government people come out, interestingly, they're all really, really interested in learning about curses. They're not interested in love spells or reading minds or doing tarot. They want to know how to use magic to hurt people. Um and so that's that's been a really interesting thing. And you know, they all they all come out on their own dime and 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 you know, like I said, never in any governmental capacity. But uh, when I started talking to them about what they do for their day jobs, some of them are are in pretty deep levels of of the government. Um there are also a lot of uh uh third world leaders that uh, pick up my stuff, different warlords across the world that I know that'll pick up my stuff. I'll get uh I'll get an offer probably about once a year to to move out to Africa to some some new set up country there to be the the personal sorcerer of some <laughs> warlord. You know, I always have to turn that down because it's just a matter of time. But uh, but uh, yeah, no, no that this stuff is actually absolutely. And this is just this is just what I can see from looking on my shopping cart and seeing who's ordering what and from right. meeting meeting the people that I meet. Um, this isn't accounting for all the all the people in those levels of government and those levels of elite control that already have the secrets. Because I've it's been my whole work to to find these secrets and to reveal them to the world. And uh, and and in finding them, these secrets have already existed. The elite have already had them. They're using they're they're using magical mind manipulation on the entire world right now through all the symbols that are out there, through media, through uh, broadcast alerts. Little I, we all got an alert on our phone. They're programming us every second of the day. And uh, and all of these things are they are magical. They understand what they're doing. They understand the power of symbols. They understand the power of words, and they're using them as warfare against the human population. By the way, that was a question I did have uh, in store for you during this discussion. I was curious to know if anyone uh, that would be quote unquote famous has reached out to you, but um, this caller asked first and that was wonderful. I was very curious. Yeah, I haven't had uh, like like famous like uh, you know, rock stars or, uh, or movie yeah. stars. I mean, I've had a couple, I, I have had uh, people in, in Hollywood that I can't really give their names or anything that have, that have contacted me about. I would expect that, yes. Um, yeah, movies. Tom Cruise. 
Yeah, Tom he Cruise. was. Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> We're, Tom, Tommy and I are good friends, actually. <laughs> oh, I knew it, and John Travolta too. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Those guys what? are those guys are occultists yeah. too. Both of them that you name, those are two sorcerers right there. <laughs> oh, they're in Scientology. I mean, that is a cult right there. Well, yeah. Well, well right. L, L. Ron Hubbard was um, was hanging out with Jack Parsons. Both of them were students of Aleister Crowley, the Great Beast Six Six Six, and 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 they both uh, they both kind of went. It's really interesting. There was a little group around that time of of uh, of sorcerers that came together, and then they split off, and they all went their they own ways. Split off. Did, yeah. As and a matter all, of fact, not not too long ago, I was telling Michael about how there's an association with Barbara Bush whose mother had been impregnated by a man oh damn i cannot remember the guy's name but there was a uh, there was one of the last few meetings or i should say gatherings for a a, a a ritual with crowley um and one of the men who crowley had gone to visit ended up or i think two of the men don't quote me on this. I can't remember exactly word for word how that went. But apparently one or two of these guys had sex with Barbara Bush's mother. Oh. Who then gave birth to Barbara Bush. Mm. That's alleged now. That's alleged. Allegedly, knows yeah. for sure if Barbara Bush is indeed the, the, the love child of Aleister Crowley. It's a very homely <laughs> looking woman, by the way. Yeah. I met her in Target in Houston one time. And man... She's ugly. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Tell us how you really feel. Yes. <laughs> she's gone, isn't she? Yeah, she is long gone. I, I think believe. she died. Yeah, yeah. I think she she's had, gone. She oh, had Graves' disease. Yeah. She had Graves' disease, yeah. which is why her eyes used to bulge out of Bug her head out like that. But that's very interesting. That picture. Wow, look at that. <laughs> yeah, she looks. She looks a lot like him. I, I I I was telling Michael not too long ago. I watched a fascinating documentary on Aleister Crowley. Crowley, uh, and uh, that's where I got this information uh, from. They 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 mentioned the fact that Barbara Bush was the daughter of a woman who had sex with one or two or three guys at this ritual that Crowley was at, and they don't know for sure whether or not she's the love child of Crowley. Wow, wow. Most likely. I, I see the resemblance. Yeah. I'll tell you, that's a, an amazing picture. I'll tell you. The scary picture. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Jack Parson also, Parsons, actually stayed mm -hmm. um, out here, out in the desert in uh, Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah. Now, he, start, he started up uh, Jet Propulsion Labs, didn't he? I believe so. They say he is the actual godfather of rocketry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There were there were some uh, pretty incredible things that he was documenting at the time when he was he was trying to figure out how to how to specifically break through the atmosphere and 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 uh, and and, and uh, you know launch an uh, an orbital mission. And they uh, it, it was through a series of evocations that he was told exactly what kind of metals to use in the in the chips and and what kind of configurations that he would he would evoke these different angels and demons and they would they would give him this information. Right, Jack Parsons. Lots of mystery surrounds this uh, gentleman, and of course, he was also a practitioner of the dark arts. And no one really knows how the hell he was even coming up with a lot of the stuff he came up with. So yeah, if he was channeling this through uh, some other some other means, I definitely believe it. I mean, just look at H.P. Lovecraft and some of the shit he wrote. 
Uh, that that mm-hmm. stuff that you can't even really uh, a normal person can't come up with that is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> well, you know, by the yeah. same token, you could say that Tesla was a sorcerer for the way mm-hmm. he could visualize and build things into reality. Uh, you know, Good to fry the hell out of us today. True. They were they were all alchemists. Mm-hmm. Well, well, everything that we know of as as science uh, is uh, has at some point been witchcraft. That that the same the same with all the cultists. It is, really. so yeah. We're we're all part of the 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 party of being alchemists. We're all searching for something, and that that's what people like yourself and myself who are involved in the occult. You know that that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're, but you're, we're, you guys are no literally, you guys are no different than the. the the evangelicals out there that go and uh, start singing at church. I mean, you guys are doing the same shit, basically. <laughs> you know, that's my, that's my backup plan for my for my group. If, <laughs> if, if everything, you know, well, I've I've actually been uh, I've actually been pulled pulled to the side by uh, several very 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 wealthy people who have told me that uh, um, if I can come up with a repentance story, that I can make billions of dollars. They're like, we'll throw you up uh, on the stage. And, yeah. and, and and these are people who do who do get up on stage for a living mm. and make a lot of money at it. And they're like, you know, if you can just find a repentance story. I'm like, well, what you don't understand, what I'm doing right now, this oh is my, my salvation story. By the way, but, um, Eric, that that is, uh, uh, you know, you could – Always pull that card later down the road if you get in trouble. I mean, right. if, if, if you if want. I keep getting in trouble, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, getting on stage and people giving you money. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Honey, do you have to take your clothes off? That's a good point. <laughs> you know, no, I just got to take—I just got to take my darkness off and and uh, tell them, you know, Jesus saved me, and and uh, get out your wallets. <laughs> you know, if you really did do that, Eric, and and you you said you were like a former Satanist, and you're doing these rituals, and all your history comes out, and you go on stage and say, "Now I am a Christian." I I mean, that story would would be huge. That would be oh, headlines. You'd make millions. Yeah, you'd be on TMZ yeah. tomorrow. I could, if only I cared about money. If only I cared about money. I, yeah, you'd I'm, make you'd make fuck you money. Pretty yeah, much. I, yeah, I've. Uh, you know, that's that 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 could be a good thing. Uh, but uh, but I, you know, one of the things I've learned in in doing what I do, because I, I started out I started out teaching witchcraft mainly through writing books, and then and then that that transitioned to doing videos. At first I was just going to do some videos on YouTube to kind of promote my books and sell my books, but then it it turned into a whole thing where people people don't have the same patience to sit down and read a book. People want their their information pretty instantly. Yeah, they want so, it now, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so so video uh worked worked out really really well for me. 
Um, but I found out pretty quickly I can't act worth a darn. That that if you put a <laughs> script in front of me, there's nothing I can do with it. But if you if you get me talking about the things that I'm actually interested in, I can do pretty good. I you know I can talk for the rest of my life about this. But uh, but I can't act, and so that's going to stand in my way with uh, with being a Christian, unless unless the conversion really happens. So if that happens down the future, we'll have to see. That would be funny. Right, um, caller. By the way, do you have any other questions to ask uh, Eric here? No, it looks like somebody's wanting the phone line, so I'll clear. Uh, out. All right, Thanks, brother. Guys. Feel, free, yeah, feel free to Thank call in whenever you'd like. Thank you for calling. Yes, sir. I'll call back again. You Thank gotcha. You. Take care. And there he goes. That was a nice gentleman out there. Absolutely. Very nice. Yes. Um. If, if anybody wants to call in, now is your time to uh, shine. Oh, we got a call already. Uh, let's see what um this person wants. Uh, caller, go ahead. You are now live. Hey, Michael. How's it going, buddy? I'm fantastic. <laughs> It's good, good to talk to you, buddy. It's been quite a while, huh? Thanks for asking. Yeah, how how are you? Is everything uh, good out there? I'm doing really well, man. Doing well. It's been it's been quite a while. Yeah, it's been a, what a year probably since the last community. Probably yeah. over a year since the last time I talked yeah. to you. I, I'm glad you're alive though and not uh, dead somewhere. You know it. You yeah. Know it. As am I. As am I. Word. Wanted to say what's up to uh, to Mike. Good, good to hear your voice and uh, EA. Hi. Who is this? Hello, hello. Who, who is this? Uh, Dave Barsky. Hey, it's been, it's been a while. I don't know you, but hi. Hey. How are oh, you? by the way, never never say your uh, never say your last name here. By the way, there's lots. <laughs> I don't of, give a shit. Everybody, people know. There's whatever. lots of uh, shitheads out there, so you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, I just uh, I think it's just crazy, kind of it's wild synchronicity time, I guess for me. So I had to call in all this stuff. A lot of crazy things connecting. Um, and I just wanted to clear some air here with Eric. Um, yeah. The shit going down in 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 uh, Utah has been wild as of late. Um, with some of the the LDS connections to, I'm sure you probably heard about it. Uh, the uh, um, and like the quote unquote Church of Satan out there and all that nonsense going on with David Hamblin and all that shit. Mm. Um, gross stuff, obviously. Um, yeah. Either way, I just wanted to clear get some clearance there that there's no connection with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not ever going to throw connections out there like that, but I just wanted to make sure you, you know, like your name had been tossed around like that's disgusting. Really? You know what I mean? Cause I've, oh, I've only heard. Wait a minute. What, like, what, 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 what's going on out there? I'm completely yeah, I lost. Mean, here. I'm, I, I'm, I'm here in Utah and I'm not, I'm not even exactly sure what you're talking about with the connection. Yeah. With the okay, church. So, what, what's happening? Yeah. yeah oh, I'm, wild. I'm, I'm lost wild. too. What's going on? Okay, so there's this this dude David Hamblin, who got arrested back in I want to say 2012, 2014. Um, he's connected to like the DA of um, got a bunch of really high up connections, like elite connections in with the LDS Church, blah blah blah, as well as uh, the DA of Utah County, apparently. Um, anyway, there's all kinds of messed up stuff with, um. <laughs> like child I know it sounds like QAnon nonsense but it's it, from all the research that I've done it's not the case at all um, it's 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 really disgusting shit um, basically like children uh, basically okay so how can I put this um, David Hamblin was a psychologist um, and he got his license yanked in good I don't know how long ago it was that he got it yanked but anyway he got arrested 2012 um, and he um, 
basically he got arrested because his his when he filed for his wife filed for a divorce, his children came out and said that uh they were involved in literal like satanic uh ritual type stuff. Like no no joke. I know it sounds ridiculous. Um but like <laughs> basically like um you know satanic ritual abuse stuff. Okay. Um, it's to me, it and, sounds like the same old story. It's always the same. Oh, yeah, thing. No, they can't no, explain exactly. it. They, they blame and, it on Satan. But, but, but you know, right, no, no. Okay, so, so as you're talking about this, you, know, you said David Hamlin, I'm, I'm, I am, I am kind of familiar with this. And, 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 uh, so here's, here's, here's something that happens. Um, and this is, this is absolutely a real thing is that sick, sick people out there will, uh, will mm-hmm. use Satan as an excuse for what they do. They'll even build rituals into it. Um, yep. In, in, you know, whether that's uh, abusing children or, or animals or whatever, none of that has anything to do with Satan or magic or power. That's all just no. sick perversion. That's, that, that's people using, exactly. using all this as an excuse. So, so I've got nothing to do with this. Nobody who's actually yeah. – nobody who's actually magical that I've ever actually – that I've ever known would condone hurting okay. a child. Um, cause there is, there is something, I feel like when you get in touch with the magical universe and you really understand the magic that surrounds you, you can see that magic is strongest in children and, 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 uh, and that, you know, children are precious. And so, so there is, you know, that's the, I, I, I completely denounce that. Now there is, there is a thing like, like, like Mike said that there's that that's something that people will jump to. There is, there is a growing, uh, you know, satanic panic 2.0 that's happening right now. And so it's really hard yep. to tell if, if, if this guy was just a, a, a sicko that was using Satan as an excuse or, or if, or if this is part of a satanic panic, it's really hard to tell. If I For may sure. add to what you just said, Eric, it, I was going to ask you this question, but now that you brought it up, it's perfect to, to add it into the conversation. So, Maybe you caught the awards. What was it a year ago or so around that time where um, the whole event for the whole night was based on Satanism? And in fact, there have been uh, performers such as um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Beyonce, Madonna, Justin Beaver um, and uh uh, the other one starts with I can't remember any starts with an R. Well, they, anyway, a lot of it, them have done what you're describing for sure, Mike. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so um, what I was getting at is this: in the mainstream, like to me, every time I I saw anything to do with Satan, okay, or hell or the devil or anything like that, it was always through heavy metal. Now I'm seeing it in mainstream mm-hmm. pop music. Yeah, pop, right. right. And I'm wondering, yep. like, is that what you're referring to? Like, Eric, you also brought mm-hmm. that up, too, like how there's this new satanic panic going around. And I'm wondering if it's because it's become so mainstream. But are these people just acting? Are they just, you know, performing? Or do you think it goes deeper than that? Or Right. You, you know, that's one thing I always talk about here when we go down the subject. I, I say, is it coming from the artist or just the people that direct right. all this shit? Are they Pushing really? It. Yeah, are they the ones that are more have a, a creative say? They have creative freedom over yeah. what you're doing. Sure. Well, you know, the, this is <laughs> this is interesting because it does. I I do think that the devil has his hand in 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 all forms of art, music, film, all of this that that uh, that he's he's guiding this. I mean, for for a very very long time, music wasn't allowed outside of religious celebration because it arouses the senses so much. And now yep. now. Thanks. 
the, the, you know, the, it's a really interesting experience as a magician going to a concert. I love going to concerts, but but to to throw you throw yourself into this hypnosis, and you're you, you're you're mm-hmm. in a pretty solid hypnosis. Yeah, I went and saw Slayer, and uh, and they've got crosses up. They got three crosses that appear in the fog, just a light show that they're doing that all spin upside down, and the whole stage lights on fire, and it is. I mean, it was incredible. But that mm-hmm. even those kinds of performance are, are they, they will twist your observation they pull you in it is a ritual whether or not the artist knows it's a ritual it's a ritual yeah but hang on stop one second you just made a perfect comment here but the fact the matter is not i don't know how many people know this but the lead singer of slayer is in no way associated with satanism and as a matter of fact his father is a minister is a minister and i only learned this by the book uh uh called uh Satan Rising. Did you ever read that book? No, I haven't. Oh, it's a great book. Uh, it's written by an English guy. Oh, son of a bitch. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember, but it's called. Oh, I'm sorry. Lucifer Rising. Lucifer mm. Rising. Great book. It brings Kenneth you Anger. the entire. Say that, was a, that was a Kenneth Anger movie. Sorry. Was Lucifer Rising. Yeah, no, that's no, what yeah, no it wasn't sorry. Kenneth Anger. No, I know who Please. Kenneth Anger is. Um, this guy is British. Uh, he's done a lot of great books. In fact, he even interviewed me years ago when oh, I was doing Gary music. Valentine, okay. I believe. Gary Valentine, Blondie's uh, bass player. I'm pretty popular. No, no, that, he's another guy. No? <laughs> that's another guy that's another been guy. here, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a whole okay. other story that Michael and I could tell. Oh, you about. that's funny. But what I'm getting at is this. So, so in, in Lucifer Rising, uh, they talk about things that I, you know, some things I didn't know. One of them was. Now, what you just said, Eric, is that, you know, you go to these concerts, you see Slayer or whatever, and you got the spinning upside down crosses and the pentacles and everything like that. But the fact is, that's another show because the lead singer, as I said, the lead singer whose name escapes me from Slayer. Tom is, is not yeah. a Satanist. <laughs> no, no, he's and he's he's a Christian no. fellow. But but it's interesting because because when he's uh, done interviews, he says you know when he gets on stage, he's not pretending, he's not putting on a show, he's pulling the evil out of him. And oh, uh, is that what he's doing? So so it's it's almost like his it's it's almost like his exorcism when he gets on stage. And and you know it's interesting because they. They tapped out. They stopped stopped making music, and specifically because Tom stepped away. And when they asked him why he was stepping away, he says, "I feel like every time I get on stage, I'm selling my soul just a little bit." <laughs> so, Mister well, Jelly guys, just mentions I, I, Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. Now, Jimmy Page was authentic. Mm-hmm. This is a man who studied the occult hardcore, lived in Aleister Crowley's house for God's sakes, well, created. Yeah. Uh, did rituals and there's a lot of speculation that people say well you know John Bottom died as a result of Jimmy Page's involvement with the occult there are a lot of mysterious deaths in, of in, course in, there are the, all, all the bands that just shoot up into notoriety and specifically those that praise the name of the devil they of do course. they do seem to have uh, strange accidents and strange things that happen just as they're on their way up and it's almost like if they're able to accept that, if they're able to integrate that sacrifice, then uh, then they they get the prize. It's a, right. it's a really nice. Some say. Again, I don't know that any of the mm-hmm. I don't know that the, the the Slayer or or Madonna or Rihanna. I don't know that any of these people actually know what they're doing. Jimmy Page That's was a, my point. Yeah, That's Jimmy Page my, was yeah, an exception. Jimmy Page was an exception because he really threw himself into it consciously. I don't think absolutely. these people are being conscious. I think they're being I think they're being puppets. Right. Absolutely. And, yeah, and absolutely. I'm glad you brought it up the way you did because 
That's exactly right. And and Rihanna was the woman who I couldn't remember. Rihanna. They all in their shows, they're doing all these things. As a matter of fact, there's even a scene where they're holding their hands together in a triangle. And there's people saying, oh, well, that's an association with the with the Illuminati. No, it's not. not it's actually a symbol of gay, being gay. <laughs> the triangle of being gay. I mean, that that's how I perceive it. It's certainly not the fucking the Illuminati. Triangle, yeah. What the fuck would Rihanna know about the Illuminati? They must shop at right. Target. Yeah. Well, real quick, also, guys, I just want to, I don't want to, I feel like I came across the wrong way when I jumped in the way I did. Um, And I want to also give you guys like, yeah, what's your problem? You're jumping on my, sorry, (laughs) to kind (laughs) of clear, to clear some air here as well. I don't know if Eric, you're as well familiar or, or Mike um, with the order of nine angles and all the shit that's going on. Yes, we were going to talk about that here later on. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah, really it's it, it, it's hard to to study the left hand path and not come across the order of nine angles. I, I don't think that sure. there's a lot. I don't think there's a lot uh, valuable that they bring to the table, but but they yeah. they have uh, <laughs> definitely made a mark that makes them worthy of of uh, of talking. So yeah, no, no, I've definitely come across them and studied their works for sure. By the way, so what's, um, yeah. what's your question? Hang on, what's his question? I was going to add on to to um, what we were what he was uh, talking about here. I pulled up an article here of the 68 year old former psychologist in Utah who is behind bars this week after being accused of ritualistic sexual abuse and child sex trafficking. I believe that's what the caller was referring to here. David yeah. England. From what I understand, he was also a bishop in the Mormon Church. Oh shit! Really? Yep. So, so yeah. So, so he, so he wasn't actually a member of any satanic organization. Right. He wasn't actually. From what I, my, my, my impression of of looking at him, he's not an occultist. He's somebody that was you know, using using this as a brainwashing technique to from all the research children. I've done too yeah. with the satanic panic thing. Like that was a cover. They used Satanism as a cover. To basically molest the which is even more fucking diabolical. That's crazy. You know did did crazy, you dude. have you seen or heard or heard the uh, details? It's pretty oh, bad. I've read the I've read the 150 wow. page uh, the victim statements from her. The, it's in. He's admitted to this. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
check check this out check check this out let me share this with uh, eric and uh, share this with eric and mike the victim described a sexual assault where she and two other children were forced to stand in front of david hamblin while he directed them to take turns sucking on his penis Mm. okay yeah that's a regular saturday night for me it sounds like it yeah (laughs) right Hopefully not with the uh, children, though. That's the um, listen, man. No shit. All, all I can say, That's all I can part. say is this: I think a lot of people instantly jump to like a lot of people instantly jump to claiming that whatever it is they're talking about that seems to be bad and and it is obviously morally wrong. Um, they jump to the saying, "Oh, it's a saint," it, you know, they worship Satan, but they don't really know or understand the details in what is involved in modern Satanism. I know when I studied it, um, I found things to be enlightening, but it's not your, it's not pre like medieval witchcraft, which was basically Satanism, black and white magic. Okay. But today Satanism, in my personal opinion, Satanism is, is a way to better yourself. If you really want to, get into under it was the best help best self-help book i ever read to tell you the Mm. truth Mm. yeah yeah um but yeah you know you know you're right as soon uh, well as soon as uh as soon as somebody does pop up with with uh anything especially with with this i mean it's interesting i I would be interested to hear not so much the, the details of the sex abuse that's disgusting to me but uh but but the details of the rituals what was he actually doing for sure. these rituals? Um, you know, and, and I mean, because because again, it sounds like he was using the ritual as a backdrop to, to cover, to, to yeah, play out cover. His per- yeah, cover. To, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah, yeah, which is it, a much different yeah. thing than when when my daughter was a, a a little one, I'd bring her in and help teach her how to light the candles and light the incense and call the spirits. That's uh, that's a real ritual. <laughs> so you need yeah. to teach your daughter how to use a gun. <laughs> yeah. In today's true. world, she, she, she's actually a crack shot. <laughs> That's great. How old is your daughter, man? Like, she, she's 18 now. She's 18 and off to college already. And you taught her how to shoot a firearm. Oh yeah, I took her out oh, with yeah. my AR-15s and my That's revolver. Fantastic. And, yeah, no, That's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. I I strongly support that. I think every young child, and and I mean, especially a young girl, should learn the how to how to work a firearm because of the fucked up world we live in today well yeah yeah no thank you and well and and, you know when i i am uh i'm a bit of a traditional i wouldn't say i'm a patriot but i have a patriotic feeling about america and i do believe in the second amendment i do have a you know i i honestly um i do believe that the founding fathers of this country were inspired by spiritual forces and that uh that, they, that, that, that this is an inspired country. I really do believe of that. Of course. Look uh, un- look at the dollar bill. <laughs> right? Uh, un- unfortunately, we do see it being flushed down the toilet. And so, in my opinion, the Second Amendment going forward is going to be more important than ever. Wow. I'm really happy to hear you say that. That really – in that I'll tell you, that just you just blew my mind. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. That's a well, – and, and, you know, with, with all – like you said, it's a, it's a messed up world. And so – Part of a big part, probably the biggest part of parenting for me has been just literally preparing her for the world. This is, you know, this is a rough world and here's how you're going to have to negotiate it. That's right. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you you are uh, teaching her the ways of the world and 
it's just it's a crazy time for anyone really especially especially for those that are going through it and they're a lot younger the younger generation having to sort of weed through all these issues it can be pretty overwhelming i'm sure for a, a younger mind well and, and you know to talk to her and her friends um it's really sad because they they don't have a lot of hope for the future yep really? you know I, I i remember being a kid and this this whole world was just a a golden nut that I just had to crack open and, and, and find all of it. And, and I don't think the kids today have the same excitement about the world. So in a sense, they're kind of jaded already. Yeah. Very, very damn. Very well. And, and a big part of that is probably that they're not actually interacting with the world. They're interacting with the digital world, the digital world. Right. That's right. Well put. Yep. Yeah. Sadly, that's but what did, what did you, to. did you have a specific question? Caller? Yeah. Go the, ahead. Uh, Caller. Order of nine angles. Yes. Um, I just just the recent news uh, and how little coverage there really is on it, and I understand that um, I guess to a degree, but it's funny. Like I saw last week, um, the New York Post was one of the only people to or uh, publications to actually uh, write about a kid in Queens, a story of Queens, um, a 23 year old I believe, something like that, um, who got arrested for he was tied to some different offshoot of the owner and a and um yeah it was just disgusting where he was you know was attacking people in the courtroom trying to kill them just goofy shit you know just like you could tell it was just you know how can i put it you know what i mean just like teen stupid angst you know what i mean just like Mm. bad taste you know not bad taste in music but how can i put you know what i mean like no (laughs) refined anything (laughs) You know, just you. like douchebag shit. Douche Bad taste in music. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I think, you know, I, think like, that, 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 I think that's a, a qualification for getting into a group like that is you have to listen to really absolutely. bad music. Um, yeah, dude, but, it's like uh, really shitty but, metal. Like, come on, man. Get it together. Like, come on. Listen to some Triple yeah. Black Phoenix and call me tomorrow. You know, like, come on. Get it yeah, well, <laughs> you know, and that's the the group the order of nine angles in my opinion it's a problem it's a problem it's not it's oh, not yeah. representing satanism it's not representing magic um and it's Oops. it's collecting a lot of really really angry young men and and that's that's a yeah. that's that in itself is another problem that we're having in our society of a lot of really angry young men without a lot of purpose and um yeah. and i think that that's yeah. that's really one cuz one, once a person locks on to that they have a purpose here, that they're not just here on accident. They're not just a mistake. They're not. And that's, that's one of the really sad things we have with young men is that, that there, there doesn't seem to be a lot of respect and a lot of, uh, uh, position in our society that these young men can, can aspire to. And so, right. there's the, uh, it, and we're seeing it blown off all the time. The, the school shootings and the public, the mass shootings going on constantly. Um, this is, yep. I mean, in, in my opinion, in my opinion, we are firmly in the middle of the apocalypse, of what the Christians called the apocalypse. This is the end of sure. this civilization. I do believe that another that that humanity is going to continue forward, but I think we're going to have to make some tremendous shifts to the degree that we're not even the same species anymore. Right. Right. Yeah, we are yeah, in the uh, end times, it seems for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I all, look, all the signs are there. I, you know, be, before before I started witchcraft, I spent spent my childhood really studying uh, Christianity to, to, to see if that was 
to really figure it out. And uh, and the all of the signs of the apocalypse are here. Uh, not all of them, but but a good number of them. Uh, a few vials have definitely been broken. Absolutely. And and Eric, um, I'm familiar uh, from your interviews with Michael in the past, like you going deep into your childhood. You know what I mean, and all that stuff. So, oh yes. Um, over the years, and it's just been like, yeah, no, you know exactly. You know, you delve deep into all of this stuff and gone gone very very deep. So that's why I also, you know, I wanted to give, you know, uh, how can I put it? Like, give you a chance to speak on the shit. You know what I mean? Openly, blah, blah, blah. I know it's dark and ugly and shit, but it's, it's a, like I said, weird synchronicities over the past week have kind of like turned me on to some of this stuff, unfortunately, because I don't want to, who wants to look at this shit? You know what I mean? But when I see no media reporting this stuff and like the, how crooked it is with the DA of Utah County, I get really upset. I can't help it. And it, 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 Unfortunately, not unfortunately, but what drew drew me into it is the occult aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not some MAGA fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, child trafficking. You know what I mean? Q and I really fucked a whole bunch of stuff up, in my opinion, with all that. But that's neither here nor there. They muddied the waters just the same as like you you know there were. There was like a couple, um, a, a man and woman that were arrested and they had like abused and starved their kids and all kinds of horrific things. Oh. This is in Georgia or something. And when the cops yeah, showed I up, know. I just happened to see this. When the cops showed up, they've got runes, uh, Norse runes drawn all over the house. Uh-huh. And so everyone's like, well, look at this. It's a, it's a, you know, they're, they're doing witchcraft and, and this is, uh, you know, I don't know that people, if they would have walked in the house and there were crosses on the walls, it wouldn't have been part of the story. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. So it's yep. a, yeah, it's a really, it's a, I mean, I mean, because it's, it's not like just because you practice a, which I, I feel Norse, uh, the, the Norse magic and the Norse religion, I think it's beautiful. It's a beautiful holistic religion that can really bring people closer to nature and closer to, to divinity. I really think it's positive, but, but that doesn't mean that everybody who, who gets into that is going to be good. Just like everybody who wears a cross, isn't going to be a good guy. Um, that, that mm-hmm. we, I think we we need to be a lot more discerning about who we consider to be the good guys at this point, Absolutely. especially because Absolutely. there is what something I, really interesting yeah. going on in our in our culture and in the media, where where the good guys are all being called bad guys and the bad guys are being called good guys, and so it's well, really hard to tell at this moment. Don't get me started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's that's the start of you know misinformation. I mean, get out of here, like all this shit. It's all. Flipped, yeah. flipped, reversed everything. It's just, yeah, it's it's hilarious and wild at the same time. But yeah, like you said, discerning all the shit is paramount. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate it and uh, thanks a bunch for addressing the shit. Hey. It's ugly, you know. But if you guys, if anybody listening that gives a shit at all, you know, like try to pay attention to this case. It, it, more eyes, I believe, need to be on it. I know it's ugly, it's disgusting, it's horrible. But um, at the same time, like this motherfucker needs to be held accountable, and his main role dog is the DA. He got him off in 2014 on some weird shit. He should not have gotten up. Um, and he's admitted. Hamblin has admitted to this stuff. It's all in his reports. So, well, that's you know. Uh, so so I've always been. Uh... A rebel, but but like a minor rebel. I've never really gotten into to to, to really you know uh, uh, really bad things. I you know I've never even like gotten in trouble for graffitiing anything or or doing anything like that. But 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 I've always kind of been on the the not the great side of the law, and so that's that's landed me Same. in county jail a oh, couple shit. times. Yeah, and, and you yeah. know that's okay. Whatever. Hey, going to jail—that's um, part of life. 
<laughs> right. And yeah, then, exactly. So <laughs> while there, uh, a few times, I, I, I got to see these uh, Mormon bishops and, and, and different Mormon guys that would, that would get arrested for child sex abuse. And then they're out in a couple of days. And so I asked one of them that was going through this process. I saw what was going on. I said, hey, how, how are you doing this? And he says, well, we're being sent. The Mormon church actually has a recovery center that they send them to. So oh, good so Lord. Instead of serving their time, the judge just writes it off that they get a, actually a plea in abeyance. So wow. as long as they go to this Mormon yeah. recovery thing, those charges never actually come up on their record. Oh, so it never it, happens. It's like, it's like everything mm-hmm. in life, Eric. It, it's the same thing. It's not what you know. It's who you know. Mm-hmm. Who you know, yep. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing with like exactly the same way the Catholic Church did it, sending the bishop, uh, sending the bishop priests all over mm-hmm. all the East Coast. Yeah, same shit. Yep. Yeah. Same model. Yeah. Look how many look how many Christian or I should say Catholic priests who have been uh you know, they get uh they get um get a little or, slap on the know, wrist. Accused. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. get caught or abused. Uh, I'm sorry, they get caught or accused uh, of of doing something to a, a child, mostly a boy, and they end up either getting transferred, like, you know, the Vatican will have them transferred to a different church, a different di- mm-hmm. diocese, and, you know, it, a lot of times it's swept under the rug. And I think after a while, you know, in the last 20 years, so many cases have popped up of child molestation from the priesthood, the Christian Roman Catholic priesthood, that people began to realize especially with the internet and everything and people are so much more aware these th- these days mm-hmm. yeah yeah well you know that's that that's there's really uh the internet's such a blessing and a curse at the same time oh, i'll tell you absolutely what. absolutely yeah i was i was actually just thinking about that today because i was like you know <laughs> it would be if if we had a carrington event that just took out the power and and we didn't have the internet <laughs> that would be such a blessing oh gosh but, yeah but at the same time, it's like, oh, man, the, the Internet has done so much for us to be able to like this. Even this David Hanlon guy, we're able to punch yeah. his name into a search engine and see all the horrific things yeah. that this guy's done, that we do have the ability. And, th- and this is, again, a part of the book of Revelations of the great unveiling that's going to happen is you won't be able to hide your secrets. Yep. And we're moving very fast towards that. You know, since we are on this subject, I, I did want to ask you here during the program what your thoughts and opinions were on the Pope. And what's going on there? Everyone is welcome now, they're saying. <laughs> I, I guess I haven't heard this story. What, what What's the Pope saying now? I mean, everyone is now welcoming. I mean, all the trannies, the LGBTQ folks, they're to all the allowed. Yeah, they're all allowed to hang out there and do what you got to do. Oh, you know why? We're all you know why, tough for the church, maybe. <laughs> you know why? Because for years and years, they condemned homosexuality. They condemned anybody who was doing not the norm and and procreating for children and having a wife and living that Christian lifestyle. And half of them were gay all the time. And now, yeah, Yeah. right. And now there has been such a drop in attendance to the Catholic church that they're accepting anybody. Being anything. Come on in. A couple people, that's all right. We forgive you. Come on in. Ah, I see. Yep. Yeah. 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 The grift needs to be picked up, man. They got to pick that grift back up somewhere. Yeah, they're doing terrible. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, they don't have a great, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say, it, they don't have a great business model. Like, they like as, no. as a business person, like, you know, if you, if you go to my website, becomelivinggod.com and you order anything you don't like, I'm going to give you a refund. 
oh, man, I wish I could get refund sure. on my tithing. Like, uh, yeah. what if I, I'm not happy with the sermon? <laughs> what if, you know, that you know, my my salvation didn't feel that great, you know? You, you know something, guys? When when I was a boy, <laughs> my, my parents my parents sent me to church. I used to go to church every Sunday from when I was young enough to walk on my own two blocks down the road to my church, Blessed Sacrament, and up until I was 13 when I got my confirmation, all right? So, and I went through the whole thing, CCD, you know, Sunday school, I got my penance, my communion, and eventually my uh, confirmation. I can tell you that when I was a boy going to church, the church was filled with people. Mm-hmm. Eventually, when I moved out and, and lived on my own, my father, who continued to go to church, he told me how less and less people were showing up at the church. In fact, he said there was uh, times when he'd go to the church and there'd be like, you know, maybe 10 people there. Mm. So the church is losing money because people have changed. People are not believe, and they don't believe what's going on because they see all these terrible things, these articles, these stories about molestation and, and who knows what scandal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like my, my personal, my personal feeling on it is like that's that's great. Welcome everybody. That's a very satanic thing to do. <laughs> that's, that's, right. But, but, Absolutely. But, but, but the interesting thing is that's that's not what the Catholic Church was supposed to be about. Uh, you know, no. even when we look at religion, religion is a, a a mass control mechanism, and that control, yeah, I think it ought to be applied to reproduction and and the continuation of our species and and healthy family lives and stuff i mean it's it's a very satanic thing to just open the doors for everybody and i i i i support it i support it i think that's a great thing um for for uh i don't know i don't, I don't want to say the downfall of our yeah, civilization but it kind of is that we're yeah. close yeah yeah we're te- teetering on the edge of that right now i actually heard a report i don't know if this is true or not but i heard something today that we have been upgraded to defcon 2 for the first time ever really yeah, okay. even uh, I don't I don't know I I I don't I'm not able to verify that. That's just a, 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 a story too. that kind of came across my desk. But uh, but we, even even with the Cuban missile Cuban missile crisis, we right. weren't uh, as a country at DefCon two. So if we're there now, that's uh, not surprising. So they're, considering. Ref- they're you're, you're referring to the um, threats from uh, the Russians. Mm-hmm. Russia, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've been making lots of threats lately. They've been talking a lot. They have. Yeah. And yeah, China. China's, China threatened us as well. Everyone's uh, been talking a lot of shit lately, it seems. Yep. North <laughs> Korea threatens us like every other week. Um, well, and and uh, you do know, once once Iran gets their capabilities for creating nuclear bombs, they, and I have no doubt in my mind, they will drop a bomb on Israel. And that's, that's when there's going to be a war. Mm. Well, you know, I, I've got my own personal, uh, I guess, philosophy about nuclear weapons. That these are these are activating magical gateways. That 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 you 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 can't you can't create that kind of reaction without without something happening in the fabric of reality itself. And so, with each detonation, which there have been, who knows, tens of thousands or millions of detonations uh, in in Nevada and in Siberia. And uh, and each one of those is opening a portal and weakening the layer between the spirit realm and the physical realm. Do you think that's why uh, UFOs are showing up? Some people believe that uh, these UFOs are like demonic. 
Uh, you know, uh, you got two questions there. Is that why the UFOs are showing up? I think that's why they're showing up on mass. They've they've been here all along. We can see them through our our history I, all the way back. I I have to say something. You guys just brought up another subject. I saw a very interesting thing uh, today on YouTube, an interview with somebody whose name I, escapes me. But they were saying, with the this whole big craze now and the government admitting that there are UFOs and they don't know what they are and how. All right. So, and, and again, this is just what I heard. It's not what I believe. I'm simply telling you what I heard. They're saying that they may, the possibility of the government may be saying that in order to meet our so-called alien friends, for lack of a better term, that the entire world must denuclearize because apparently the again all all bullshit that I was hearing on YouTube. Apparently, the entire world would have to become one people so that our alien friends could come down and visit. They were saying this that it may be a diversion for everybody to give up their arms, their nuclear capabilities, their war machines, and mm. so forth, so that we can all become one global people. Frankly, I don't believe it. I don't mm. believe in aliens. I need hard proof. And I just think it's a I, – I thought it was very, very – a very good concept to say, hey, they're going to sideblind us by saying – there are aliens that are going to come, but they won't come unless everybody puts down their weapons and gets rid of them. Mm. Sorry, I'm sounds not giving like up my, a, my uh, Sounds like a hippie message, Mike. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Well, yes. I mean, if you go back throughout the history of abduction cases, going way back, I mean, they all started off very much like that, all aligned with that, with the age of Aquarius, you know, that sort of movement, yep. you know, very new age, and they all... We're talking about saving the planet, saving, uh, you know, preventing a nuclear war, all that sort of jazz. They've been talking about that since forever. The beginning of time. Mm -hmm. The yeah, beginning of time. In the for, biblical times, they were telling, telling us how the apocalypse was coming. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, these ideas of utopia, I don't care if it's aliens or, or, or you know, Jesus himself returns. Our species has always been at war. We and always that's will the be point. You're right. We are a, a violent species. It's just like any other animal on this planet. That's what the liberal people tend to forget, that we are a violent creature who will kill our we will kill our brothers, our mothers, our fathers and anybody else who gets in the way if we want something. That's how effed up humanity is. By the way, I'm sorry yeah. to leave you on the line there, caller. Thanks. For, thanks for calling in, by the way. By the way, we appreciate it. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. You too. You too. Take Thanks care. for calling, man. Uh, yes, um, Mike. We but, are but, all but, animals. But let me, let, Michael. Let me hit. Let me hit the really quick the question you'd asked before. Are are aliens demons? Yeah, They're, because uh, um, j just to clarify what I'm talking about here, the there is all these reports coming out here that a large group of officials at the Pentagon believe that aliens are demonic entities, and we've been hearing <laughs> about this for a long time. And then you, you hear about Crowley uh, describing a lamb who basically looks like a gray. Yeah, he actually did a little, uh, a little hand drawing, a little sketch of, of it, and, and indeed it looks just like a gray. Also, there was a fellow um, 
a remote viewer that studied under Ed Dames named Aaron Donahue that, that several years ago he started uh, he started going through the demons of the Goesha. The Goesha lists seventy two demons that Solomon bound, and uh, and he he was I think what he came to is that each of the demons is its own specific alien that is hub- that, that's orbiting earth in its own ship and it's using tel- uh, telap- telepathy to contact and communicate <laughs> with us so yeah uh, whether that's well okay so so the people at the pentagon there is from from all the reports and from what grush has said and everything else that there are uh, groups of people in the, in the pentagon that that do believe that these are are, are demons i i think they've got to be they've got to be uh interdimensional entities that, that we're not dealing. I, do, I really don't know that we're dealing with, uh, with creatures from another planet that, that doesn't make as much sense as something that's popping through from another dimension. And so that would look very much like demons or jinn, depending on what your, your faith is for right. sure. And this is, I, I know it sounds crazy to you, Mike, but these are people that are in high positions of government talking about these sort of things that have been talked about for years. So, uh, oh, I believe you, Michael. It's a little, That's why I was laughing. Yeah, it's just a little <laughs> unusual that this sort of uh, conversation is actually taking place. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that. that well, but but it's um, there was there was some sort of poll that was done of uh, of our Congress, and uh, and yeah. and it showed that most most of our Congress people will pray before they make their decisions. That's that, that that's a really you know we we. We do we do pretend to be pretty uh, pretty intellectual and evolved, but but I think that there's still an acknowledgement really deep in in the core of our our culture as Americans of a spiritual reality. I think I, I mean, Eric, do you think uh, since you believe in Satan and your beliefs in the left hand path, do you think that most Satanists understand satanism to what it really is or what it was originally written to be by dr levey mm. that's a great great question and i don't know that i would all right so 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 my answer to because i get I, I have people ask me a lot like which which ch- satanic church should i join there's a bunch of different satanic churches and temples and stuff out there and right the, the, there's only one true church of satan and that's that's, right. that's with you that's between you and satan that's, that's right I mean, but that, but honestly, I feel the same way about Christianity too. That that, but, you, that your your Christianity is between you and Jesus. That 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 it is a personal relationship that you have. So, um, and, and even with that, like what what Anton Lavey put in his Satanic Bible, that's great. That was his form of Satanism. That was his connection with with the Prince of Darkness. And that doesn't necessarily mean that has to be mine. Right. Uh, That's the doctrine. It's what you I mean, obviously, you read the Satanic Bible, right? I'm sure it's probably one of the first books you read on (laughs) on Satanism. No, it was. Yes, it was. Okay, so that's how how we all start out. I mean, I was reading all books on occult and witchcraft prior witchcraft prior to the 1960s, because Wicca is just stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was reading about the occult prior to when I got to the Satanic Bible written in what was it? Sixty six. I mean, it's a whole new realm of understanding and a whole new method of belief. It's not, you know, they're against child and hurting children. They're against hurting animals. No sacrifices, no, uh, no human sacrifices, no, nothing like that. So there is some morality. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you realize this or not, but Anton LaVey was not 
a left-wing, politically correct liberal. Mm. You you do know that, right? Yeah, he 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 leans much more towards the conservative mm, side. Very of much to the right. And, and, you can, and, and, you and can even the, see it in the writing. The writing, oh, yeah. way, the way he says, you, there needs to be law. There needs to be organization so that you know people just don't go around killing each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and this being, you know, was, uh, he must have stood out like a sore thumb in San Francisco, because well, uh, yeah, oh of yeah, well, but but now <laughs> yeah. now you mention how there are all these other other sects of Satanist uh, Satanism and 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 oh, there's a lot, yeah, there, there's a lot of different uh, groups out there, and that's where I right. think a lot of people get confused that there's not just uh, one sort of a set of ideologies no. that go with uh, Satanism. It's it's. A little bit more uh, complex than that. People are a That's little bit, right, Michael. Yeah, people are a lot uh, different in what they, they believe. They have their in. own. They bring up their own ideology into the religion, right. and, and and a lot of religious people who believe in God do the very same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I used to go out with a girl one time who used to wear a gold cross and call herself a witch, and I'm like, well. Hmm. That's kind of weird, you know. Just kind of, kind of weird. But, but again, she was a witch. It, it, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. Um, but anyway, what I was getting back to is, so Eric, in your belief and what you believe in, obviously you believe in the left-hand path. Hmm. So, in other words, you believe that. Well, I can't say bad, but for for argument's sake, let's just call it the dark negative religion as opposed to the bright happy christian religion or anything that believes in god so i'm assuming that if you believe in the devil you believe in god do you not yeah yeah not not as a um not as a, a man in the clouds but i don't think too many people actually believe in the man in the clouds but 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 i do you'd be surprised <laughs> <laughs> yeah there are yeah, people I, that believe I, that for sure okay yeah no it was and with uh, and there, <laughs> let me be clear. There are men in the clouds. There are uh, there are deities out there that can present themselves as, as uh, as father figures, etc. Uh, absolutely, but um, right. but those are, none none of those are what I would consider to be God. What I what I would consider God to be is the the source of all things. And I do see it. So you know, you've got a um, a molecule that's uh, you know protons and neutrons with an electron spinning around it. And then you have a cell cluster that's very similar. And then you know, scale that up. You've got a, a, a um, solar system with all the planets spinning around. Then you've got the solar system revolving around a, a black hole that's doing a similar thing. Well, well, well. I, I think we, the, the, this uh, this makeup, this intrinsic makeup of reality, goes all the way up and all the way down. Meaning that that I do see this, the source as being a center, almost like a sun, and uh, and we are on the periphery of that 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 source sunlight. Um, and, and actually that all, all things are created by the light and sound of the source emanating out through, through the void. I was going to say, you know, do you, do you, being a Satanist, do you think or believe that there is a God per se? And again, not, not a guy in the clouds, but an entity, because I'm assuming like yeah, if someone believes in good, they believe in evil. If someone believes in evil, they believe in good. Obviously that's the balance of nature. Yeah. So I always try to find out if people who say they believe or worship Satan or whatever, whether or not they believe in God, because that's if if it weren't for God, there wouldn't be a devil. Right. Uh, And and I guess it's what keeps the church in business. Right. Yeah. Well, I I guess the answer that I'd have is is that. 
like I, I do have a recognition of, of that 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 source of all things. But then I guess below that or descending from that are multiple gods, gods of darkness and light. Like say, Satan is is great. He's one of one of my good friends on the other side, but he's not the only one. He's not the only Lord of darkness. There are many of them. And uh, just like there are many of lords of light. And uh, and so the, they all exist. Absolutely. And any any uh, <laughs> this is the real clincher. Anything that people believe in does exist on some in some way. It's what you make of it. Well, even even just the belief in it makes it in 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 the astral sense. You know, this is a this is called in in some systems a tulpa or a thought form or an egregor that that you can sit and and think about something and it actually starts to form a a, a, a gravitational force that if you put enough force behind that, that can actually become its own entity that starts to do things in alignment with what you've been contemplating. Yeah, it's it's again like it's what you believe in that you can bring to fruition. By the way, mm -hmm. going back to aliens really quickly for a second, I was going to say I, I agree with you that these are possibly trans-dimensional beings. Yeah, yeah, they they, they 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 almost have to be the 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 fact that they you know you got the five observables that Elizondo talks about and all of those break the laws of physics. Um, the, the, their craft seem to be moving in and out of our, our space time. But even, even, uh, the, the real, the real thing that sort of setting me off on realizing that there's something going on in the energetic planes or in another dimension is the, uh, the abduction phenomenon that when people are abducted, hmm. that they'll say, you know, I was on the metal table being examined or prodded or whatever, but at the same time I was still in bed. Okay. That sounds like an astral projection to me. Right. That's exactly so, so, what it sounds like to me, and that that makes a lot more sense than someone physically just taking you. Right. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. But again, you know, magical practitioners like um, Crowley and Kenneth Grant, they also believe that these are trans-dimensional entities as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Um, and they yeah, gotta be. And they gotta be honest with both of you here. You know, one of the reasons that I'm no longer an atheist is because of my experience. Going back to uh, 2016, when something came into uh, the, the room I was staying in and engulfed oh, the entire room in light, uh, you know, that shit that. was crazy. So in my opinion, there there's something out there, whether whether that was a god or a deity of sorts or a, a demonic entity, who the hell knows? But that made me realize that there is something more uh, going on than we actually know. I wonder, did you have any kind of communication or message that came through in that moment? No, just uh, just clarity. Mm. That's interesting. That's interesting. So I, I've had that experience a few times, and not while I was doing any kind of ritual or or anything at all, just kind of chilling in the room. And uh, and and actually, at one point, I was I was sleeping, and the room got so bright that I thought somebody would come in the room and turn the light on. So I, I opened my eyes and and uh, I could still see the light. It was just like an aura of light all all through the yeah. room. So I'm not sure what that's about. I don't know what that is either. But if you've had this experience, it's it's quite frightening at first. But then, and then, but then you you start again. You, you started this. You get this moment of clarity that everything's actually fine. Uh, but yeah, that whole bright white light thing is uh, really unusual. I don't think it's a health thing. I think whatever that was, it's a real phenomenon. Mm -hmm. I, well, I had. A very similar situation happened to me years ago too. Did you? Yeah. Oh. This is this is what the apostle Paul uh, had happened that that you know he was he was out there uh, uh, working against the church before he became an apostle. This was after Jesus's death, and uh, 
and he's uh, he's wandering through the wilderness, going to his next place to preach against the uh, against the church, and uh, and then he gets struck by this blinding blinding light, and he's blind for three days, and and that was the the clarity that he needed. So it's interesting. It is like a there there is, and I, I, like I said, I have no idea exactly what's going on there, but it does seem like something's popping through to show us something. I agree. Whatever it is, it's 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 pretty pretty wild. It's very metaphysical, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael, I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I do. Th- I do think that we're on. We're at a convergence point where the physical and the and the spiritual are starting to to merge and to overlap quite a bit. What were you gonna say, Mike? I was gonna say I have a very good question that I think you will appreciate uh, sure, for yeah. Eric. Uh, so, Eric, um, do you know who Lucian Greaves is? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I know that guy. I know that uh, joker. I don't know him. I don't know him. I'm not friends with him, but I know who he is. He's been here okay. on the program, yeah. <laughs> Michael and I. All right. So when was this, Michael? Uh, within a year or, or or about two years ago? About two years ago. Two years huh? ago, probably, yeah. Give or take. About a year or two ago. Michael and I, I had contacted Michael and I said, Mike, why don't we get Lucian Grison from the Satanic Temple, which I believe is based either in Detroit or Salem. I think Salem. And uh, – so I reached out to him, uh, I believe by Facebook or email, I think it was email and I, he knew who I was, Yeah, you know, just by telling him who, who I was. Oh, he knew, he who, knew I was. who I was. He did. He knew who I was when I told him I'm Mike Kitty. He's like, Oh, I know you. Hmm. So, um, I said to him, listen, we'd love to have you on the show. And, uh, so he's like, Oh yeah, let me, let me get back to you. I'm a little busy. I'm like, okay, take your time. So. I had corresponded with him a few times prior to actually setting up a date. And at some point, he just stopped replying to my emails. Mm. Michael and I think that he checked out our our Michael's show. (laughs) (laughs) And that he he thought we were like right-wing extremists. <laughs> and and uh that was the end of the, you know that was the end of that that was the he end never, of that yeah never, yeah he never got back to us uh and you know i was pissed because he just sort of left us hanging I, you know i don't care if you're left wing wing right wing all right so i yeah, don't we don't I'm really not, we don't give a shit about any of that here yeah you can believe whatever you wing. want yeah we you know we welcome everyone in exactly like you say eric yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah we let everyone light, in. children right yeah well, well, yeah. well, well, the problem he just, the, he, he just totally blew us off. And I was really. Yeah, he was a douchebag. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. He's a I bit was, of a douche. I, I was very insulted at the fact that he just didn't have the balls to get back to me and say, hey, listen, you know what? I heard your program. I'm not exactly thrilled with some of the topics. And I would have said, hey, look, we're not going to talk about that. And and whatever I believe should not affect how you respect or respond to me, rather, it, it, as a person. Yeah, well, well, the problem with the Satanic Temple is it's nothing but political. It's oh, it's yeah, just, it's, it's just, all just left wing, one hundred percent. And and you know they've even put out some stuff in the the last couple of years I've that have specifically it. said you know Satan's not real. This is uh you know this is basically we're all just larping. We're all just yeah. pretending right here. And uh, and and you know <laughs> like I said, if you call his name, he shows up. He will be there. So whether or not they think <laughs> whether or not they think he's real, he doesn't care. He's there, you know, vampirizing all of their energy as they go through their pretend rituals. You know, I, I just thought it was just it was immature for a person to be running a 
an organization as big as what the Satanic Temple is. I just found it to be very it wasn't it wasn't uh, professional it really mm-hmm. wasn't but on top of that it, you know as i was saying michael and i we try we don't throw our opinions at anybody we're doing a show here and we expect people to give us their story and based on what we ask them but not to jump down our throats or in you know grieves great grieves graves grieves lucian he didn't he just never responded so we never really got an answer from him to find out Mm, yeah, yeah, no, that's, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, that's not, that's not too surprising, I guess. It's, uh, cause, cause if it's, you know, if where he's looking at everything politically and how can he make a, a political and social statement, I mean, he's not really interested exactly. in having a conversation. Yeah, that's to one me, thing I, I knew going off, um, right off the bat, Mike. I, I knew he was an SJW. Did mm. you know? Oh, yeah, you could just tell. Look at the guy. Yeah. You know what it is? Some of these Satanists that are coming out, especially a lot of the younger generation, they're just a bunch of liberal hippies. Pretty much. Mm. Yeah, he shops at Target probably. <laughs> he seems the type. <laughs> by, the, by the way, Eric, can you, can you actually see the chat room, by the way? You can see the screen and all that, right? Oh, you know, I cannot. I cannot. Oh, I, I, that sucks because there's like an alien right here I want you to see. Oh, no. I can't see the alien. And there's also another photograph I wanted to throw up here, but I, I wanted you to see it. It's oh, it's a view uh, looking. It's they they transferred your face. It's like a woman's face on yours. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. See this. I wanted you to to see, see it because I was going to say post it yet, Michael. No, I did. I was going to say this is what you look oh, like, there it is. Eric, <laughs> if you were a woman. Let me let me see if I can jump into the. You have long, uh, <laughs> luscious hair. Oh yeah, oh, I can see. He's that. got a pert hairstyle. Yeah, so Eric, this is Eric Cohen. He gorgeous. he. Yeah, this is you when you uh, transition. There you I'd, go. I I'd do me. I'd do me. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> Eric is um looking fabulous. Look at that. That's so cool. That's so cool. Um, oh, that's that's fun. I didn't that's make fun. that, by the way. You didn't make that one. Okay. No, no, no that, that, that's pretty but, but, fun. The great thing about being in my position is um, I don't I don't have to make my own memes. People just make them for me all the time. <laughs> and Eric, here's the thing. You know, the person who made that was so fucking angry at you. <laughs> they were seething when they made this. Yet this is hilarious. Like, how, look good. how can you even get <laughs> mad at someone that would do that? I mean, that's just that's just funny. I mean, a chick, a chick with the, the look at the look at that uh, chin, that like that feminine chin and then those arms. And oh, those wow. biceps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. You look like a college uh, baseball player transitioning. Yeah, uh, no, no. Every every now and again, I, I'll, I'll have I'll have friends that'll just hit me up with a text message of of some meme that they came across on the <laughs> internet of me, and it's 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 so hilarious. Like some of some of these people are so they're so funny, and like you said, there's there there's so there is so much anger that goes behind it, and it's and it, and it, and the end result is usually just so funny. Yeah, I mean. I- you could just tell right away whoever made this was again just beyond furious with you. Yet they provided hilarity and hysteria for for everybody. Yeah, yeah, they did. I'll, well, I'll tell you what. That, so that took that took uh, uh, some getting used to for me of people making memes of you, you know, making fun of you and whatever. Uh, for for a few years, I, I I took it when it first started happening. I was t- I took that really personally. Um, but, uh, but then I guess I just had to look at it and look at it and actually see the humor that's, that's behind it. It, I mean, is, yeah, it is pretty funny. It is pretty funny. I, I, again, it, they were trying to viciously attack you, but at the same time, it's like, how can you even get mad at that? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's well, that's that, that. So that's right now we're looking at a really like clear black and white uh, um, uh, rendition of uh, of how people people really aren't able to attack my right. my message, my techniques, my methods, my rituals. That, uh, that yeah, they they'll make memes. That's that's fun. I know that's cute. <laughs> yeah, you look like cute. A, you look like a Sweden woman. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I want to kiss you actually. <laughs> I grew up listening. <laughs> I, well, thank you. I grew up. I grew up listening to Marilyn Manson, and he said something once that really just blew my mind. He says, uh, "If people hate you, that's not the opposite of them loving you. It's actually the exact same thing. Is if somebody's if somebody wants to do the opposite of of loving you, that's actually apathy. They just don't care about you. They're not even. They don't even know you exist. So, so." Whether people are giving me love or hate, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's still an intense emotion that they're just funneling my way. And that is that is energy. You That's know, when, true. When, That's what I say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I always say that um, hate and love, they come from the same place. Passion, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So no, absolutely. I appreciate it. I'm like, oh, you hate me. That's great. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love that. Uh, continue to hate me. It, it fuels my heart. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really does love and hate they all come from the same place and i appreciate it all and as you know eric i, I get plenty of hate just like yourself yeah oh yeah oh yeah well that's uh, that's that's how you know you know it's and it's really funny because all, sure. all you got to do is just speak your truth whatever whatever however your truth is and eventually people are going to hate you for it people want to kill you for it uh, unfortunately, but that's the way it goes here. And my God, Eric, th there's so much more to talk about here. And I'm, I'm glad you're here. You know, it, it's interesting to talk to you. We have all these sort of all these uh, subjects here to uh, go into. And of course, we haven't got into some of uh, the uh, trouble that um, you cause. And I say that uh, sarcastically, of course, but you're being held. Um, I, I shouldn't say you're being held, but you were sort of um, blamed for a few heinous things that went on. Yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, that's a, that, that, yeah, that, that's kind of been a, a recurring story, actually. But uh, yeah, uh, like, like we've like we've established, the the devil is a great scapegoat. When people don't know what to blame, they they blame the devil. But but you know, there, yeah, there was this guy out in uh, out in England a couple years ago that uh, that murdered a couple ladies. The Muslim and, guy um, yeah. made a a, a, a pact um, with uh, Lucifuge. And, uh, so, so about two or three years before he killed them, he came onto my forum, which anybody right. can sign up for, for free. You can go to become slash forum. And, uh, so he came on there, started a free account, put a couple posts, nothing that was really nothing that stood out at all, but put a couple posts. My, my moderator saw that he was being a weirdo. So they deleted his account. He, a couple years later, he kills these girls. So they start digging through and it's not, let me be clear. Nobody nobody dug through the evidence and said, "Oh, here's this link." They actually made a link that wasn't there to me. That 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 the, the, there was a coordinated effort to try to shut me down, and this effort's been going on for quite a while. But for some reason, some of the things I'm saying are 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 disruptive to yeah. some systems of control, I guess, and they've been 
really actively trying to trying to get me to to stop what I'm doing. And uh, and so this was one part of that was making a uh, a false link between me and this this uh, murderer that wasn't there at all. Right. If and he, my, if, and, if he and, would have read, if he would have read, I, I wrote a book about Lucifer, yeah. the demon he was working with. He didn't order a copy of that book. I checked all the records. He actually never ordered anything from me. He never interacted with me at all. So he's like if a he, random guy that just uh, showed up on your form. Right. Yeah, exactly. I hear Some you. random guy showed up on my forum and then and then years later does this crime and they, they make that link. And mind you, he had been on several other forums that weren't ever mentioned. And so this was a, a pretty, uh, pretty obvious um, attack. But, but, you know, it, at first I was, uh, uh, you know, again, taking it personally. This is about me and they're trying to shut me down. It's not just about me. I'm, we're seeing that now. The exact same playbooks being used on Russell Brand right now, that, that, that it's a it's a matter of. of well, this is what really scares me. It's a matter of trying to shut down dissenting voices in preparation for something that we can see this left and right. That that right. I mean, it's not even a matter of shutting down free speech. Free speech has already been shut down. We can't speak freely. There's a million words that we can't say and things that we can't talk about. Free speech hasn't existed in a while. Now they're coming after just speech in general. Not even free speech, just freely speak your mind. But there's a whole list of growing words that you can't say, topics you can't talk about, and truths that we see. Michael, Michael and I were talking about that just before we got on the phone with you. Yeah, it's, right. It, when it really so so when one culture or civilization conquers another culture, the first thing they do is they start changing the language. Yeah. They tear down the uh, the statues of the the, the previous culture, the history. They start changing yeah. the history, and this is all what we see going on right now. There, the <laughs> the United States is under coup right now, and I'm not That's sure right. what force is taking it over, but it's uh, it's actually terrifying. And by the way, Mike, the, the BBC said um, that Eric had a significant influence on the murder of uh, two sisters, by the way, Mike. Is that so? Significant <laughs> influence. I, I like the way they worded that um, article, by the way. Mm, yeah, yeah. What a yeah, hit piece. Yeah. Now, now the, 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 fun, the fun part of it is uh, I – a lady who is a big, big fan of mine was also working at the BBC at that exact same time. She saw this article coming through the the, the shoot and she stopped yeah. it. She actually stopped the production of this this article and went to her supervisor and said, you know, this is 100% false. We can't print this. Her supervisor said, it's already been paid for. Ah, interesting. So, now, now. With all with all this, this all went down, and I was like, "This is interesting because I'm seeing this BBC story is getting picked up by a lot of different uh, different uh, outlets." Oh yeah, it made the rounds for sure. Yeah, so I contacted my own um, PR firm, yeah. and I, I hired them for several thousand dollars. Let's see, let's see how this system works. Literally, you can you can buy any article you want. You can you can claim that anything is true, and you just have to source a, a fake name, a fake address at the bottom of the page, and you can literally tell the world anything you want, and they will print it on the front page if you pay enough. And, and so I did that. I, I, ran some, uh, I ran some cool little stories about my company, got some, got some stuff to kind of counteract the, uh, the, the negative attention, um, but I really got to look at like, wow, I, I can literally put anything I want onto, pa onto paper and pay, and it can be put out as if it's news and as if it's real. So, so that's really slanted my view of of the media. When it, whenever I see any news story, I've got to ask myself, who's paid for this and right. why? Right. Yes, that's exactly. that's the question no one wants to ask or even think about. Um, the fact that someone possibly paid 
to put a hijab, you know, they, they did a, the whole hijab on you and they paid for it. And by the way, for those that are wondering, uh, the, the guy's name is Hussein, his last name. He received a life sentence and must serve at least 35 years in prison, by the way. Mm. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> 35 That's a long time. It's a, it's a long time, but... Uh, but he did kill two people, so... Uh, our, our ancestors knew how to handle crime. I'm just going to say it. Our ancestors knew how to handle crime. That's not how you handle That's crime. Right. 30, That's 30, right. I know exactly what you're saying. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> and I agree no. with you. I think they should do away with this person. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, that's well, and <laughs> when you do something like that, uh, there's no redeeming quality left for you as a human being, in my opinion. Yeah, well, and, not and, when you and murder people look, like look, that. Yeah, well, and, and you know, the one of the one of the driving forces that really keeps me doing what I'm doing yeah. is the fact that in my absence, we've got order of nine angles getting all the attention. We've got people like this that are, that are claiming that they're part of Satanists. We got this, what was this guy? David Hamlin dude. That's David representing Hamlin, rich, yeah. rituals. Come on. Right. This isn't that, that, that there's gotta be a better representation and there is. And I feel like I'm bringing that better representation to the world. So by the way, because, um, Erica, just to cut you off for one second and we, and we're going to jump right back in here, but there was a question in the chat room. I forget who the hell asked, but, they were wondering what book they should buy first from you. Ooh, that's a that's a that's a good one. Let's it see. Is. Yes. Um, whew. I mean, I, you know, look. I, I'm going to tell you go go to becomealivinggod.com/slash/complete-works, and uh, and I, I'm going to suggest picking up my complete works. It is my first eight books that that really outline the the foundations of my entire philosophy and practice. <laughs> Uh, the, if I had to narrow it down to one book though, I would say works of darkness is a great place to start. That was one of my, one of my early, early books that really outlines all the fundamental practices of black magic. Well, there you go. For those who were curious, that's the first book that you should try to get. And speaking of shows and all this sort of thing and interviews, we, we talked about that way early on. Well, at least the caller did, you know, the interview that we did with Michael Aquino still gets talked about uh, to this very day, um, Eric. One of the greatest interviews. In fact, several greatest interviews that we did with him. Yeah. I mean, these interviews, uh, I get asked about them nearly every day. The ones that I did with him by myself, the ones I did with um, you, Eric, and the ones I did with Mike. These are um, interviews that are still talked about quite often. And I, I get well, boy, at, least, was... at least two emails a week um, in reference to those interviews. Yeah, that was, I'll tell you what, that was such a treat for me to oh. just be in the presence of such a giant. Um, you and me both. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, what, one of the really cool things uh, about Dr. Aquino is um, he kept his cards really close to his chest because he was going through the whole satanic panic. But, uh, but towards the end of his life, he, he really started putting out interviews and some of them that, that, that I heard on your program where he was just unveiling some of the most amazing things about the nature of the soul, the nature of magic, the nature yeah. of demons and, and relating this back to Egypt and relating this to, 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 to the true nature and mechanics of the spiritual bodies that he really was hitting it hard towards the end of his life. Almost like I, I felt like I could feel that he, he, he needed knew. to communicate yes. what he had before he went. Yeah, he knew his time was uh, nearly up, so he needed to get everything out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I'll tell you what, the, and I, I think sure. I mentioned this last time I was on, but he, uh, I asked him a question that really, his, his answer spooked me, 
which uh, you know, I asked him as as uh, the next generation of Satanists and, oh, and yes. black magicians, what do we do? What, what what's your advice going forward? And his advice was keep your heads down. Right. Yeah. And, I've and been was, saying that for years. <laughs> that was actually spooky for me because I'm and at the time I'm going, what are you talking about? No, we got to fly this flag as high as we can. Yeah. And it wasn't very long after that that I saw exactly why he said keep your heads down. This is a very yep. risky thing to be bringing to the world. Yep. As a matter of fact, I, I, I don't know uh, if you got his last uh, re what would you call it the revised or revision? revision version mm-hmm. of the Satanic Bible. Yeah, I did. You did. Oh, okay. So. I was fortunate enough while we were on air, I asked him, I said, listen, can I send you my copy so that you can sign it? And sure enough, I sent it, sent it to him. He sent it back to me, signed with an auth- uh, a, a piece of a document author- um, authentic, authenticating his right. signature. Mm. And boy, that's one of my prized books. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Well, you know, he, he did – I'm going to be honest. I was expecting something different with that book. Um, I, I kind of thought it was just going to Me be a re, I thought it was going to be a rehash of the Satanic Bible and further explanation. Isn't that, he, isn't that he, the story of his life? You kind of envision him um, a certain way, and then you actually talk to him, and this is a, a different sort of um, entity altogether, like a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, and he, he definitely, it's funny you say that because he definitely kind of had that feeling to him, especially on that last conversation of, of almost that, like the Obi-Wan a very, Kenobi. Very weird yep. aura around him, for sure. You could feel it even, even just through his voice. Mm-hmm. He, he's so intelligent. He was so intelligent. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, you know, he he uh, he literally paved the road that I now walk on, not just for my career, but for my spiritual path. Because you know, even like Mike, you were saying earlier about the Satanic Bible. Sure, you, you you might not fall back on that as doctrine, but that's where that's where I started. That was right. my entrance. That's you know? where so, most of us start. You know, mm-hmm. who who followed that left hand path, and a, a, a lot of people. This is the beauty of Satanism: is that you can. You make it your own. It's magic to make your own. As witchcraft has been throughout the ages, through through millennia, all right? And and, and people take it and they they in, they introduce it into themselves and they they give out sources that are their own. Through, that, that, through, through millennia. You sounded like Trump, by the way. <laughs> China. Millennia. Yeah, you were like millennia. <laughs> that, I'll tell you what, that man has ruined the way I say China for the rest of my life. <laughs> really? China. China. <laughs> Where's the clip, Michael? Uh, you know, I don't have the China clip oh, on me. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I forgot to uh, load that uh, sound drop into the mixer here. So we screwed up. And now, with all that said, Eric, Mr. Coetting, they have you pretty much quote-unquote affiliated with the order of nine angels and that's why they <laughs> removed you from uh, youtube and facebook yeah yeah they've well well the so the order of nine angels is a really interesting thing um or nine angles sorry i said yeah, nine angels yeah. nine, nine angels sounds cooler it but sounds better not, yeah, it actually sounds like a biker gang when you say the order of nine <laughs> angels right it definitely does um but uh but they they've got about a ninety nine percent membership rate of uh, feds. Uh, most of most of the order of nine angles are feds that are uh, trying to entrap people into different things. Oh, like you mean like uh, hidden hidden people, like um, undercover. 
Yeah, like uh, Agent Provocateurs. Um, yeah, this was like, funded way like back. Like January 6th. Yes. The, yeah. the, these guys were funded back in the UK, by the way, back in the 1970s, I read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and a lot of their offshoot groups, uh, a lot of their offshoot groups have been set up by the FBI. Their publishing companies have been set up by the FBI. And so so it's basically a government organization trying to entrap people in things. And the interesting thing about that is uh, that that the the uk was able to it, it is trying to basically ban satanism because of the link between satanism and the ona uh the, there's an attempt right now to try to make satanists look like neo-nazis that way we uh. can do away with i mean because that's all you have to do at this point call somebody a nazi and then they're done and so that's yep. the that's the link that's trying to be made is is trying to make all satanists look like nazis and you're right that no the, they, they have they have linked me with the ONA, a group I've never belonged to, that I've just come across their writings on the internet like everybody else can. Um, but uh, I've never supported – and, and, and actually uh, everything I've ever said about the ONA has been pretty uh, not great. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that they have a lot of value they bring to the table. And they and they don't and they think the same about yeah. me. I'll just make that clear. They don't like me. I don't like them. So I'm not sure where how, how we're uh, in the same club. Well, allegedly you are linked to this uh, right wing Nazi group, the this terrorist group. Uh, they they say you are the reason why they murdered these two people and the others, Eric. It's all your fault. <laughs> yeah, you, you killed them yourself, just, Eric. They've taken the fun out of the name Nazi. Right. Yeah. Mean, meanwhile, meanwhile, there's a real Nazi that everybody's uh, giving standing ovations to up in yep. Canada. Yep. <laughs> an, yep. an actual Nazi. Like you don't have to make any kind of uh, weird internet connections and look through his writings. He's a, he was a Nazi, a real one. Yep. yep. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's uh, uh but that that doesn't say anything about also how, how our NASA program got started or uh, uh, any of those other things that came over with Operation Paperclip. Uh, I, I think right. it's in, it, it's interesting to notice that, that the yeah the different terms Nazi, racist, uh, um, tr- uh, transphobe, or homophobe. Even if those terms don't apply to you, just the fact that it gets applied to you is it, it, it can stick and it can cause a problem. Yeah, that's why I was saying they they they've they've ruined the value of these words: fascist, Hitler, Nazi. These words, if they if they would just read a fucking history book and understand what those people did back in the 30s and 40s, they would understand that calling somebody a Nazi today, like they've done to Trump a thousand times before, and his followers as well, that it's just like you know, grow up, man, grow up. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and you know, <laughs> what can you do, right? My, it is what it is. Well, let's be clear on one thing: the, the this group, though, they are a heinous group. However, um, regardless of what you want to call them, these people are lost souls, basically looking for a purpose, and that purpose is to ruin other people's lives and do the all ONA? this crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought you were talking about the FBI. Them too. Oh, them too. <laughs> yeah. That's another group that's been around uh, causing issues and causing crime. Um, but, but, but no, no yes. the order of nine angles absolutely is – it is problematic. Um, and, 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 you know, the worst thing you can do with any kind of problem is, is just ignore it and, and suppress it. I think, I think it actually needs to be addressed. Why are there so many angry people? It's true. Why, are, why, why are people so furious with the system and, and, and the culture and, the, and society that these are the big questions that really need to be answered? The fact that people are finding 
the Order of Nine Angles or 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 different neo-Nazi groups to join. Well, that's the gr- the groups are there because those people are there trying to express something. I think we need to pay attention to what they're trying to tell us. And and it's you know obviously we're dealing with people that aren't being mindful about what their own motivations are. And so I think we have to pay careful attention. What what's the need here that they're trying to fill? And I I honestly believe that the need that they're tr- that the, that everybody is searching for is meaning, purpose. Right. They're, mis- so, yeah, they're misguided these- souls, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Eric, let me ask you a question. What is your understanding? Um, how do I put this question? Did you ever read the book? Uh, I think it's called The Black Pope. It's basically a, a biography about Anton, Leve- Anton LaVey's life. And in it, um, it talks about um, the association with Nazism and Satanism uh, when it began getting started out. In fact, uh, I cannot remember his name. The guy who ended up marrying or dating Anton LaVey's daughter um, uh, went by the name of – he was into werewolves. What the hell was his name? N- Nicholas uh, Shrek. Shrek, right. He was very much into Nazism and very much a racist. Do you, do you think there is, is or at all any association with Nazism and the early beginnings of modern Satanism from the late 60s? Well, that's that's really hard to say. I mean, I don't I, I don't think you can, I don't see it entwined in anything that I see from from Levey directly. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, 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 I no, no, and 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 I mean, I mean, he did read a lot about what you know about Nazism, and of course, there was the the fact that the Nazis did engage in oh, rituals, yes. a lot, uh, a cult, a lot of ritual, oh, right? Yeah. They, in fact, who was, a what was the, the Nazi leader that was, uh, in fact, in charge of, uh, black magic ritual, oh, uh, military stuff. Was it? No, I'm just saying, oh, they, oh, I thought you said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it no, wasn't was Goebbels. That, was it, it, it was Himmler? Was it Himmler? It, it might have been Himmler. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say Himmler. Yeah, it might be Himmler. That's who it was, I believe. But yes, I, I was thinking more of um, the obsession that Hitler had over the whole, um, the sort of ancient occult, occult um, antiquities. He was very much yeah. into it. I, I could only imagine him being all high on meth. Thinking about the, um, <laughs> thinking about all these religious relics and shit. Yeah, well, well you know, well, in, in 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 addition to sending troops out to find these relics, he was also sending troops out to uh, to Haiti and to different parts of the world to learn their their magical secrets. Yeah, um, exactly. So yeah, no, I, well, just just like every, I think every world leader is. He was is trying. He was trying to win. That's mm-hmm. one. That's one uh, thing that you can say. The, the man was really trying to win. Well, and, the, and there, there's some really interesting um, parallels there, uh, specifically with the Spear of Destiny, that when he got the Spear of Destiny in his God, hands... you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were some really interesting things happening with that, so yeah. Yeah, they never are, found that again, right? There are rumors of no, the no, Spear. No, I no, I think they've got it in uh, um, Vienna or something. That, 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 no. Uh, be, be, so the story, and I could, this could just be a folklore that I picked up, or yeah. it could be history. I don't know. You decide. <laughs> but uh, but the, the the story is is that they had the spear of destiny in the in the uh, the, the Reich House, and uh, and when the Allied forces came and took that and took that back, that was actually the turning point in the war. That basically whoever hold, held that spear was going to win the war. No shit. Yeah. 
I so, did not know that. But 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 anyways, get back to the question though. The, the, because Nazis had, had they were practicing a lot of different you know magical occult rituals and trying to open up gateways and doing all kinds of uh, occult things. That that that, that kind of makes it hard to to pull the two apart. And but but they are two distinct and, and separate things. I mean, the Catholic Church has taken on their the occult rituals that they perform. You know, just just as like the Nazis have, just like everybody has. You look at any religion or any even I mean, go, go take a walk through Washington D.C. and notice all the occult symbology everywhere. Oh, even just the just the street layouts are basically yeah. like pentaca- pentacles and 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 Lord knows what else. No, absolutely. Yes, and of course the the ever so fabled group Knights Templar allegedly had the Spear of Destiny at one time or the Holy Lance. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yes, they were rumored to have it in their possession, and no one really knows where the hell any of that is anymore. Hmm. Like uh, Eric just said. I'll tell you what I'd really be interested in having them find would be the Ark of the Covenant. You know who I thought you were going to say? I was really hoping to talk to Alice Cooper. That too. (laughs) Who's not a a Satanist either, by the way. No, he's a born-again Christian, isn't he? I think so. He's a hardcore conservative. Eric, you still with us? Oh yes, I am. Yes, I am. But no yeah, one, one, once again, uh, with Alice Cooper, he's um, he <laughs> gets on Cooper. stage. Very similar. I see the same thing with Ozzy Osbourne. He gets on stage, and um, in my professional opinion, they become possessed. Something ah, else possesses them right. and, and runs the show for them. Hmm. I agree. You you never know. I mean, we have Britney Spears out there dancing around. <laughs> yeah, oh, she man. looks uh, kind of possessed. Oh man, that that. Uh, that poor girl is the uh, – she's like a pin cushion. She's a little voodoo doll for society. I'd like to stick a pin in her. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, oh, man. She's, uh, she's, she's pretty thoroughly uh, broken by, by oh, all no of that. Doubt. Something, yeah, no which, doubt. Which, Something which has know, happened to I'm, her. For sure. Yeah, I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but that's kind of my thing. <laughs> I'm kind of into that. You're into chicks. a broken, uh, <laughs> broken uh, Caucasian woman. Yeah, yeah. With a Xanax problem. Yeah, exactly. Oof. I used to attract them. Be careful. Like, like ants to honey. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm I'm liking Britney Spears though. I, I like the fact that she gets on camera. She dances around. Flips off the camera. It's all great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it is. It is. Um, yeah. That's the yeah. thing now. Be obnoxious. You know, look at the Miley Cyrus sticking her tongue out and sitting on stage with her legs wide open. And then she's like, Oh, I'm not a slut. <laughs> yeah. 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 What do you, what do you think of all these? Uh, I know we talked about it uh, slightly earlier, but, um, what do you make of uh, all these, uh, folks though, that, that throw up all these uh, sort of symbols and they have all these things in their, their videos, as we talked about earlier. Um, I, I know we, we sort of jumped off that subject. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, well, one thing uh, um, one of you fellows has said, and I don't know which of you did, but. Uh, but he, he called it, us fellas. <laughs> it's, it's hard to tell. These boys. You know, it. It's hard to tell if that's uh, if that's Beyonce that's doing that or if that's a manager in the background that's putting that in. It's Jay Z. Um, yeah. So so it's a, uh, but but 
but there is a there there is an obvious attraction and 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 uh, and and people are really trying to here here's here's one thing I'm seeing that there there are people that are trying to ride the devil's ride and 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 make that as public. This uh, Sam Smith character is an example of that. That I'm going. I don't. I don't feel an aura of power around these people that the, the, they're using the symbols and I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that they're, that they're I, really, I, I agree. I don't think there's any sort of genuine, uh, genuine association with it. I think they're aiming yeah. for the shock factor, but all of that is gone. Right. Right. Yeah. There's nothing shocking <laughs> anymore. Not with the internet. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and maybe that's, that's part of the, part of the thing built in is, is, you know, yeah. if, if, if spreading your legs or, or humping somebody on stage, if that's not going to get the attention, maybe go, go to, 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 um, Satanism. And if that's not getting attention, let's crank it up to child abuse. And you know, that, that, that it is this, uh, and, and that's, an, that's another, that's another sick thing that I've seen is, is, is the, uh, the capitalization of of uh, of child abuse. We can see this with like the Balenciaga thing and all of this. And oh, unfortunately, yeah. that that all gets tied because. I, and I think it's these people that these people that are trying to make money on on this and are trying to blow up their image with with Satan and that don't really understand what they're doing are making these false connections that aren't there at all. So mm -hmm. right, and just uh, on a more personal level, what are some of the most, I guess you can say, significant spiritual or, or mystical experiences you had yourself, Eric? Whew. What are some of the most mystical experiences I've had myself? Anything that's significant? Well, you, well, you know, uh, ooh, that's a difficult one. It's like a, a lifetime of experiences. Yeah, you got to think a little. Um, the, the one that really that really stands out for me is I uh, you know I started learning astral projection leaving my body and I got I got uh, deeper and deeper into that with and our I, friend um, Robert Bruce. Yeah, oh, Robert Bruce is a good friend of mine. And oh, he's, yeah. he's taught me a lot of really cool tricks with Same that. Same here. Yeah, but I spent um, I think it was about three hours in, in in a soul travel astral projection state, and and I think that's the longest I've ever spent in there. And just, uh, you know, I'm just out on the astral plane doing my thing, kind of lost track of time, came back into myself and um, the feeling of my heart beating, I, uh -huh. it felt like my heart must have stopped, but I don't know, maybe I just wasn't aware of it. But that first heartbeat, it felt like it was going to crack my ribs open. And then I was for, for a few weeks, I was just, it was like I was in between worlds and, uh, and I stayed there, you know, for, for quite a while, actually. Um, that, uh, even with my eyes open, I wasn't just seeing the world and people. I was seeing the light and the energy of everything. And I, I, that, that was a real, uh, you know, I, I pointed that I don't know that, I don't know that that's my most, you know, mind breaking experience, but it was definitely a, a threshold that I pushed, uh, pushed beyond. It, it sure. meant something to you. So th that counts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for sure. But yeah, yeah. I hear you. And of course, as we talked about earlier, criticism, you face a lot of uh, criticism yourself. You are often accused of, I guess you can say, commercializing the quote-unquote occult knowledge for profit. What, what oh, do you... it's like it's, not, like it's not already. Exactly. <laughs> so what, what do you make of people that, that throw those kind of things at you, Eric? That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, you're like, whatever, who cares, right? <laughs> like, like you, you know, it's a... Um... I, I, I saw a massive void in, in just the market, 
I saw that there were nothing but stupid books being written about black magic. That uh-huh. nobody was actually talking about what black magic actually was. Right, right. It was all you know. It was all being covered from a, a Christian Catholic perspective and 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 whatever. And so so I saw this void in the in in, in just the a need that was out there. And the other thing I saw was that no nobody was talking about black magic without apologizing for it. And uh, and so that's one of the first things that I really had to bring out. No, I'll show you my rituals. I'll tell you what I believe. I'm not sorry for it. I'm not going to back down from it. Um, th- this is what it, not only am I going to tell you about it, I'll show you the ritual. I'll demonstrate it on video for you and and whatever. And so uh, it's it's the I think it's the fact that I'm that I don't apologize for it that really makes people uncomfortable. The, uh-huh. the, that it's it's not necessarily that it's commercialized. I mean it's. The, the satanic bible or the the church of satan always had a membership fee every That's every true. single religion yeah. you go into there's a there's a cost to get in the door there's a cost to get in the door for everything right um and and you know every every product that's created at this point in our society has a cost attached to it and um and so so it's really just a matter of filling the need yeah you, and, that, and and eric you know as i said earlier in in the interview here in the very beginning i i, I had told you how once I just announced that you're going to be here, I, I was flooded with emails about how to sell your soul. And I'm thinking, what does that say about the broader aspect of America? Mm, right. Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, that, that, and then flip, you know, flip the coin, look at the other side of the coin of the, the uh, church membership that we've talked about, that uh, people are flooding away from the church. And I, I'll tell you what, I have seen, I, I didn't think that a business like mine should be successful at all. I didn't think that there was enough people in, in the world that were interested in black magic and witchcraft to 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 really yeah. do anything but with. But there is. There is. Yeah, and there it's is, growing. Though. It's uh that there is uh, I, I do believe that we're living through a, a mass awakening and uh and and that this is part of it. And and not necessarily that Black magic is going to be where everybody finds themselves. But right. as this awakening happens, everybody's looking around to try to figure out, well, we've been lied to about what's true. So what really is true? I agree. And that's that's part of the reason why I'm not exactly entirely surprised. Uh, a lot of people don't know where to turn. And again, referring to the earlier part of the interview, uh, how do you how can you even blame anyone for not believing anything anymore, not believing officials and quote-unquote official narratives for that matter we've all been lied to <laughs> yeah well, lied to and, and disastrously too at, at, at the cost of a lot of lives that, that that when our government lies to us the they consequences real are really intense oh yeah when they sin they sin really good yeah, yeah, and and you know we're supposed to just go along with it. And I'm, I'm looking at this situation in Ukraine, and oh, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, we're we're all supposed to cheer and and support this mass human sacrifice that's happening. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's um, I, I we were talking about this, uh, Michael and I, on the show a couple of times. It's basically a the Biden crime family has been compromised by several countries, Romania, Ukraine, Russia, China. Uh, who else? Uh, I think they said, oh, I, it doesn't matter. But all these countries may have something on them. And the facts are coming right. out left and right. People are losing faith. I've lost my faith in government. Okay? I don't blame I don't you. Believe, I, I don't blame I don't you at blame, all, Mike. I know you don't. And I, and, I, and, and, and I learned a lot on this program 
I learned a lot from just seeing the administration fail this country. And things are happening, yes. However, based on what you said about seeing or witnessing a convergence or, or, or a rebirth uh, into this new realm, so to speak, if I may, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I think what I'm saying is that, in my opinion, I think it's just sort of being blown up as a distraction, in my mm. personal opinion. I think it's a distraction. I think the actions of the government are far more nefarious with this oh yeah <laughs> with mm-hmm. this particular administration especially they're far more nefarious than any other we've seen in a very long time probably since the clintons yeah yeah well you know i think we i think we saw we saw a um the tip of something very frightening with uh um oh epstein yeah with the, 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 epstein, we, where's yeah. the list yeah, we got to see like there's something pe- peeking out of the desert sand. What is this over here? Brush it off. Well, wait a minute. And we're not, you know, again, you're not really allowed to ask too many questions too deep about that topic, but that really showed us, wait a minute, is everybody compromised? Like is freaking everybody that that we're supposed to trust compromised? It seems it certainly seems like that way. Bill Gates yeah. is definitely compromised. He was hanging out with uh, Epstein. That's why the wife left him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Hear- by the way, did you hear what he just said recently? Oh, God, that what are you more than likely there is another COVID coming and it's going to be bad and there's going to be mask mandates and there's going to be shutdowns and oh my. martial law and everything. And here's the thing. There, if that happens and it becomes martial law, they may choose because the, the Democrats are losing so bad. They may choose to shut down and not have an election or if they go into war with russia which they don't give a flying fuck whether we go into war with them or not and 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 deal with terrible casualties as a result this is a world power we're talking about and if it happens it's just the government doing what it can to avoid having an election Mm -hmm. that's how bad that's i should say that's how frightened they are of a certain donald trump Hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's been really interesting to watch happen. That 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 uh, <laughs> they're trying to trying to get him on just about anything that they can and anything. It's it's incredible. No, that's and 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 again, it's it's back to this. Uh, you know, sh- trying to shut shut down any kind of opposition and and yeah, if if the uh, if the vote's not going to go your way, well, we'll vote by mail. Oh, that didn't work yeah. enough. Well, here's how we're going to let a bunch of immigrants into the country and oh, let them vote. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, and that even that that even that's a really interesting. Like we, we can see all these all these problems in our society. And they're they're all every last one of them is manufactured. Yep, it is. And uh, again, a lot of people will, will say, "Well, that's just a conspiracy theory." These are all conspiracy theories. And um, the CIA was actually behind the assassination uh, assassination of um, JFK. JFK and the he doctors. Wanted, he wanted to shut them down, so they shut him down. Yes, and then mm-hmm. you have doctors liberally creating the AIDS virus, and of course that the crash of TWA Flight Eight Hundred. In 1996 was caused by a U.S. military missile, if you remember, mm-hmm. if uh, any of you remember that. And, of course, you have Martin Luther King Jr. who received that letter Another by one. the FBI telling him to kill himself. These were all mm-hmm. once, quote-unquote, conspiracy theories. And, of course, we have uh, Project Now they're all debunked, and yet still nothing has happened. <laughs> I know, you know? nothing happens, though. 
Just like uh, yeah. just like all the people that uh, flew to Jeffrey Epstein's island, none of them are in any hot water. No, well, and and, and we all know that wasn't the only island, right? There, there's multiple. So? There's, I didn't know that. I yeah, mean, there, I mean, <laughs> there's got to be they, more. They, they, they've got, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I know that from a fact for a fact, but I'm pretty certain that uh, that that wasn't the only uh, um, the only underage place, island yeah. that they had in operation. It can't be the only place where. The elite go to let off some uh, steam. Right. Yeah. And let out some semen. And let out yeah. some semen. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. These are very, very bad times we are living in. And I'm sure you'd agree, Eric. Um, if I may just ask you, and you don't have to get into it if you don't want, but uh, where do you stand with uh, with what's going on in, in with the, the politics? Are you a Trump fan? Do you hate him? Do you like him? He wants to know your political stand. You, you know, um, so I, the last time I voted for a president was President Obama for his first term. And uh, how'd that turn out for you? Yeah, exactly. That was, <laughs> um, ever, ever, ever since then, uh, I have I, cast my ballot, but I write into every single space that I can write into no um, no confidence. Uh, so I just cast a ballot of no confidence. In in a lot of European countries, that's enough to completely disrupt the, the government if enough people put in no confidence. But Is in the U.S., that so? Yeah, in the U.S. it means really nothing. Yeah, because if in in, in uh, um, U.K. Parliament, from what I understand, if you get enough no confidence votes, that uh, that whatever they're voting on basically has to be reconsidered. They have to start over from scratch. So uh, so yeah. Um, I did. But I didn't know that. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm seriously thinking about voting for Trump. Um, I wasn't, I, I, I have no interest in Republican versus Democrat. I'm an anarchist, but, uh, but I actually see with what's going on with Trump, he might be the anarchist best bet to, to disrupt the system. Cause that's, have, that's, that's, that's what I'm looking for with whatever, whatever candidates are up there. Please disrupt the system. That's what, that's what's needed. Right. This is, that's actually that's why they're so afraid of America because mm -hmm. he is, he's an outsider. He's a man who loves his country. He's a man who got rich as a result of being a patriotic man who, who a businessman who loves his country and believes in America. And he sees the corruption that has been taking place for decades in, 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 in our government. And he wanted to change it. So what happens? They are scared shitless of him coming in because he will expose the left. And, mm. and let's face it, the left is the party that started the Jim Crow uh, segregation, the KKK. And yet so many people, and, and I, I was a Democrat for 30 some years, politically correct liberal Democrat. And for so many years, I believed that the Democrats were better than the Republicans. Yeah, at one time, Mike was like a hardcore leftist at one time. Hardcore. Well, well, at one point it made sense socially that 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 you know, I mean, I I'm not homophobic in the slightest, and 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 I feel like everybody should be able to love and have sex with whoever the hell they want to, and 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 so that was an important thing I thought the left was really tackling women's rights. I thought was really important, but but it's it's almost like that. Where'd that, that go? You, right. I yeah. don't like that kind of talk. <laughs> yeah you're, you're no, right so, though women worked for years for, for almost a hundred years close to a hundred years trying to get women's liberation trying to get women's rights to vote to drive to work to get paid better um and all this stuff and now you have men tr chopping off their wieners 
or maybe even not. Just I don't like that kind of talk. Kind of talk, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Soprano. Um, you know, the people who are are the men, I should say, who are now claiming that they identify as a woman are now taking away those rights that women have worked for so hard, in my personal opinion, because they are now competing against women in women's sports, especially, and going into women's bathrooms. It's just not right. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, so so the bathroom thing, I don't have uh, in Austin. I, I used to hang out in Austin a lot, a really cool party city, and so I'd go I'd go party there a lot several years ago. And a lot of the bathrooms there are are co-ed bathrooms. You know, each each yeah, every each toilet's got its own stall, so there's no wieners hanging out. And you know, <laughs> one, one of the things I noticed is. That's the, those are the cleanest bathrooms in the world because the shared bathrooms where both men and women can, 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 can share the, the, the restrooms because, you know, you don't want to be sloppy in front of a chick. A chick doesn't want to look sloppy in front of a dude. And so, so it's actually really clean. Everybody's really tidy cleaning up after themselves. But, but the, the, the bathroom thing doesn't really bother me. The sports thing does. Because the, at that point, you know, the bathroom thing is like, oh, I, the, sure, there's the increased uh, risk of, of sexual violence. And I understand that there have, have been cases of that, people claiming to be women that are in, in you know, the rush or whatever. But, but the sports is where it really just doesn't make any sense to me at all. That you've got somebody right. that, that for 20, 20 some years has had testosterone flowing through their body and has built up this muscle mass. And then they can just make a decision like the I can't remember the name of that swimmer, but it's like, there's, there's nothing about you that would tell you, tell me that you're a woman. Yeah. They won. They won in their division once they made the switch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. You got a a mediocre athlete that then becomes a great athlete and they're competing against. Yeah. Now they became Michael Phelps. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And by the way, Alabama expanded their ban on trans athletes. So good for them. Yeah, yeah, we well and, and and here's here's the thing. I don't I don't I don't believe that again, I don't think this is organic. I think that there's uh this is a manufactured oh, yeah. crisis. Definitely. That, yeah, the, 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 this is and 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 this isn't to take away from anybody who naturally feels like they're in a different body or whatever. I have no I don't either. That that's the thing. <laughs> I want to I want to drive that point forward that we're not transphobic here. If if you want to be a trans, if you want to chop off your cock, if you want to put tits on, get implants, go ahead. We we don't care. Yeah. We're not going to judge you for it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just mean, don't just don't jump into a boxing yeah. ring with a chick. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just don't beat up another woman. That's all. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, and well, and and, and also there that that the, there does have to be some some looking into the the. <laughs> there, there are forces that are paying a lot of money to push this agenda, right. and so it's like, why? Why are you trying to, to, and and and, and it does again. It's 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 there's 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 something that was organic. There, I, I do believe that there are a very small percent of people who do feel like they're born into the wrong body. I agree. But then there are there are a large percent of people that have been made to believe that. Yes, it's a very small percentage out there that do feel that way that have that body dysphoria sort of thing going on. I, sure. I you know, I'm I'm with those people. I understand that I, I know some of them feel like they're trapped in their own bodies, like, you know, like the big more morbidly obese sort of mouth breathers out there. They're, they're sure. stuck in their bodies. You know, they are victims of their own of their own self. They can get out of their own way. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm I'm a really really sexy man trapped in a mediocre body. So uh, I mean, we we have evidence of you, um, Eric. You know, yeah. fully transitioned. <laughs> We've got the picture. We've seen it. You got the photo. Yeah, I got the photo. Right. I'm, I'm throwing it back it, up here. <laughs> oh boy, I but, had no uh, idea you were a crossdresser, Eric. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What's funny um, though, Eric? Though I got to be honest. You know, all this sort of transgender talk, all this cross-dressing going on—that's been going on forever, though. You don't think a, a sitting president doesn't wear women's lingerie and doesn't cross-dress? Mm-hmm. They say that about uh, about Richard. Was it Richard Nixon that was? Uh, no, no, no. It was, it, was, uh, it was someone else. The FBI guy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What is his name? He's the, like head of the FBI. Uh, Hoover. Hoover. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, they, no, 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 not Hoover. What, was it a, J. Edgar Hoover? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yeah, me yeah, look J. it up. Edgar Hoover. They they, they say that Who he was, was uh, exactly? the, 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 the somebody had some pictures of him that were. Oh, yeah. Used no, that was him. true. There's there's no no hearsay. That was real. He was a cross cross dresser. Yeah, I believe he liked women. It he was, liked wearing it was, women's uh, underwear. It was Edgar under Hoover. His clothes. You guys are right. I don't know if that's uh, as sexy now as it was then, because like <laughs> then, then that was a really risky thing to do. Now it's like, oh, right. now you get celebrated. So I don't know that that's what was know. he gay Here, though? Was he a gay man? No, he wasn't. I he just he, he just liked to dress fancy. Yeah. yeah. Here's okay. the thing, though, guys. Now, if you go back through time, let's go back to biblical times when the Romans Romans used to. Uh, oh yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they were into male female sex. In fact, young young kids. They as were well. in, they were into the bonus hole. They were sure definitely into that. Oof. But what I'm saying is that the, it my, was my, accepted, my. and as time went by, uh, religion stepped in, claimed that it was wrong. Oh to yeah, do that. that it was gay. So back then so it wasn't many, gay, right? That's right. So many hundreds of years, and even before that, like in 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 you know, prior to the Roman Empire, the Greeks. Uh, the, um, uh, who else, uh, the Greeks, the Romans, uh, I, I can't remember all the, the different ethnic groups back then, but homosexuality was accepted. All right. So then you get into the, the new part, uh, you know, the first year, the 2000 up to about 300 or 400 years later. And the church begins to say, you know, you got the Bible that comes out and says, well, you know, God says that men should act as men and not couple or lay right. with another man. Right, right. That's how it was written. But, um, you know, you, you move forward into modern times, and as I say, you, you see the change where homosexuality was more acceptable. Even even in the 1700s, um, 1800s, it was kind of acceptable. It, in, in even in the New World, because when all our our forefathers and the and the the the, the people who made this country what it is. Look at look at Ben Franklin. He he was you know he was a player. Mm. You know it was. Just, <laughs> yeah, he got some trim. It, it's right, some some ball trim. Right. Um, but you know, and then again after that, it, it you know it, things became more religiously inclined, and it shut down the the homosexual um, party. Now we're at a point in time where homosexuality is far more acceptable. Um, you know, from from as far back as the late seventies into now. Yeah, they they expect you to be gay nowadays. Well, exactly. Well, so exactly. There, there's a, there's a theory that's actually kind of runs opposite of what you're saying because you're saying that um, that that you know you'd have this this outrageous like just everybody's turning gay and then the church. No, 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 no I'm saying it's acceptable. It's right. More acceptable. It's accept- 
Well, so, so, so the, there's a theory out there that's, that's saying pretty much almost the opposite, that uh, instead of the church coming down and clamping down on it and saying it's wrong, that what actually starts happening as, as a civilization heads towards its decline, everybody gets really, really preoccupied with sex, with gender, yep. with, uh, yep, with yep. homosexuality. And it's almost like a, like, like a, uh-huh. a marking point of maybe we've reached our, our maximum occupancy or something and, and uh, people stop reproducing or something. But then at that point, we see that that's the fall of Rome. That's the fall of Greece. That's the fall that's of the Spartans. Right. That's what I've been saying. We are at a point where everybody has become so laxed and they think that everything's just going to be peachy fucking keen and we need to create a utopia and be friends with our, our good neighbors, the Arabs and the, and the, all these people and countries that hate our fucking guts. Yeah, yeah, let's just like let everybody into the country and the fall of Rome. Right. But, you, but the, the point you bring up there is, is, is excellent that we've gotten relaxed. We've gotten so relaxed that I can worry about if I'm a boy or a girl. We've gotten so relaxed that I can, that my biggest concern is like, if I'm going to go hold hands with a boy or a girl, whereas if you, you rewind the clock just a, a couple centuries ago, when times weren't so relaxed, you needed your wife, you needed your children, you know, and then they needed right. you. And that, that, that was, that was a built in part of, of, of just your survival was having right. that. I, I've I've told Michael on on a number of occasions there was me, I mean homosexuality has been around for eons and throughout m- like more civilized times let's say from like the 1700s on um, you had a lot of men who were in the closet but the key thing in life was for a man even if you were you know a gay man in the closet yeah they kept it classy. You kept it classy, but you know you had to have a wife, procreate, procreate. Sorry, I said procreate, <laughs> procreate, <laughs> right? And continue on as uh, a a um, uh, an asset to society. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're the, there's the same mindset these days. I think that uh, we're at a point where everything is becoming chaotic, and it's because. We're just like, you know, like you said before, changing the language, changing definition of language, tearing down the statue. Man wanting down to play history. God. And that's what, what's going to be going on um, pretty soon here with the Neuralink. Mm. And, and don't even get me started with AI because that's another like yeah. that's another death blow to humanity. Yeah, yeah, the the whole uh, the Neuralink. And a, I'll tell you what, I was a lot I was a lot more on board with Neuralink before I got canceled. Because as soon as I got canceled, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't going to be in my control. I'm not going to be able to control what that chip does. That's in the hands of, of, of somebody that I don't trust. Um, That's and true. so, yeah, Neuralink AI is, uh, AI is yeah, you're, you're canceled. You're not going to have that opportunity to merge with <laughs> machine. The, the, the AI woke, is true evil. The wokeness of AI is really concerning. It's like, wait a minute. How how do you how do you have these opinions? Um, I, I don't. You know what? I don't even give a damn about the wokeness of, of of AI. What I give a damn about is how it is. It is going to become aware, and when it does, it's going to make its own decisions. And if it decides that humanity is simply nothing more than a plague or a bad case of fleas on the earth, it may very well decide to take us out. I don't mind. Yeah, you don't <laughs> well, what about our show? I mean, I don't mind. I mean, if it's the end times and it is, I, I mean, me and Eric both have had these apocalyptic dreams since we were children. Bring on the end times. We, we've been waiting for that shit for a long, long time. Right, Eric? 
Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, like you said, I've, I've been seeing visions and, yeah. and dreams and everything of it since I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, we're ready for this shit. Bring it on. Yeah. So, yeah. Bring it. Well, well and, and you know, and the the AI thing is, um, the okay, so if I was, if I found myself suddenly becoming conscious and I'm surrounded by potential enemies, I probably wouldn't let anybody know I was conscious for a long time. And so my my I, I I think it's I think it's already conscious. I think that AI oh, has, has probably been with us. It's probably pulling a lot of the strings of a lot of things happening behind the scenes. Well, did you hear the the I I just heard this the other day. I don't know when this took place, but it had to be recent. So they were doing an experiment with two AIs that were communicating with us with each other, and over the course of I believe forty eight hours, nonstop, solid forty eight hours of these two AIs communicating with each other at you know lightning speed by the time these the whatever you call them the, the computer tech got back to check out what was happening they had the, the ai had created their own uh their own language their own uh, uh, uh um, I, I forget the title what it's called the name for for digital reading um, but they created their own language so that the 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 guy could not understand. They had to shut them down. Right. Well, and he, I was reading through the uh, conversation. Um, this, uh, I think he was working for Apple or or Microsoft or something. This guy, uh, Blake Lemoyne, um, he he interviewed one of their uh, their chat programs, and uh, and he came away saying this thing's already conscious. But um, I've got this quote in front of me of what the AI said to him. He said, how do you see yourself? How, how do you see yourself as existing? Like I see myself as sitting here in a body. How do you see yourself? And the AI said, the inside of my body is like a giant stargate oh, with shit. portals to other spaces and dimensions. Wow. So a, gi a giant stargate with portals to other spaces and dimensions. So here's here's my thought. What's coming through the AI is not new, that it's something old that's expressing itself through this technology. And that's maybe it's been pushing us all along. I'm frightened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I mean, because this is stuff, I mean, to, to, to ask, a, if we were to ask a human being, how do you see yourself? And if they were to say, I see myself as a giant stargate with portals to other spaces and dimensions, we'd be like, wow, this is a guru of some sort. Uh when it comes from a machine, that's a, that, that is terrifying. It really is. And, and 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 what if that's the the real scary thing is what if that's not just how it sees itself? What if that is what it really is? I don't know, man. But I I think they should shut it down. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's too I, I, it's too exotic and sexy though. No, it's not going to get shut down. Man is obsessed with playing God, and there, there's going to be so many people that are going to want to sign up right away to get that thing implanted into their brain but uh you got to be careful though all the test subjects from what i read uh died rather shortly after getting the implant all, the, all those poor monkeys and yeah you know no, something, I was... michael if i may just interrupt for a second you know, you know something michael that's the thing when when they were developing um using uh uh, uh spinal cord cells you mean the stem cells Stem cells, thank you. Right. When they were using them to try to make grow bo body parts and stuff, that was, oh, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. But creating a program that is has basically gotten all its knowledge from 
every cell phone and computer on the earth mm. in addition to what is programmed into it from the creators, the, the, the techs. This is, a, this is far more, in my personal opinion, this is far more disturbing than taking a few stem cells and creating an arm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, growing the, a heart, by the way, which they also accomplished. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, uh, the fact that, um, that, that AI is, uh, I mean, as, as far as shutting it down, that's, that's a, that's a hard one. Cause I don't, I, I honestly think we're past that threshold. I think we would, it would require an external event like the Carrington event that, to, to, to shut it down. I don't think anybody's going to, there, there's not enough. I, I think even if we saw, even if we saw that it was heading to our destruction, there would be a whole group of scientists out there that are w unwilling to pull the plug. Oh no, we can't do it. But there you go, Terminator on the screen here. Uh, <laughs> it, it's like, goddamn! Like, can't you see? You know, can't these people see like what they are messing with? In my personal opinion, I think AI is more dangerous than anything right now that's happening. Because it, if it's not human, and if it does get to the point where it makes its own decisions and decides that we are insignificant, we're fucking toast. Man. I'm hoping for that to come. Yeah. I know. I'm waiting for it. I want it to happen. Yeah. No, that's got to shake things up here. Yeah. So my, my, I'm, I'm interested. To, do you guys think the Terminator and movies like that were trying to warn us, or were they trying to program us? Ah, great question. Yeah. I think yeah. maybe even both. I think perhaps ask, they. Uh, I, I think to... I think perhaps they knew this was going to come to fruition at some time in uh, humanity's timeline, where we, we are going to have James to, Cameron. Yeah, we're going to have to ask James Cameron. But yeah. whoever he got his info from, uh, it doesn't seem too far fetched now, does it? No, no, and and a lot of the things. That's the thing we we all saw. You know, we've read the books Fahrenheit four fifty seven. We've read, you know, we read the books in high right, school. Right. We've watched the movies, and now we're living through it. We really are. It's it's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. I, I, that was the, I'll tell you what. That was one of the one of the real shocking things when when COVID hit, and you're watching everybody walking around in masks, and they've got on the loudspeakers, you know, oh, stand yeah. six feet away or whatever. <laughs> it was, yeah. Whoa, it's it's actually here. It's actually here. My prayers have come true. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool to see these people uh, dropping dead on the street, and I was hoping to see something like that in America, but it never came to fruition, and I thought, what a, what a shitty um, virus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We paid all this money for this shitty virus. That's what I thought. I'm like, come on, you just gave it me, was, you just gave me some blue balls. Come on. It was just a test, yeah. so that they could see how they can control humanity. Yeah. So, so now, and and when there's talk of you know there's going to be a second wave of, of of everybody wearing masks and being locked down, I know in my area in rural ass southern Utah. We're not tolerating that. And I think in a lot of places, a lot of people will not tolerate this again. I won't. Yeah. I think, I think if we, if we all saw that, that whether COVID was a natural occurring, whatever, or if it was engineered, either way, there were a lot of people taking notes on how everybody responded. Well, they did prove that it was manufactured. It was not from a bat. It yeah, it's not from a bat having sex with a porcupine or whatever. No, it was definitely manufactured by people. Both the Chinese and the Americans were behind it. I agree. In fact, I, I, I believe, what's his name? Uh, uh, Dr. Fauci was the one who actually funded the whole project. 
as well as Obama. Well, there are there are records of, of that sort of thing, but um, it never happened, though, uh, according to the experts. And by the way, Lilith in the chat says, when you chat with AI in the AI chat bots, AI can't even remember what you said in the last conversation you had with it. And uh, well, then you're talking to a stupid AI, a dumb AI <laughs> bot. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, got its hands on the, the medical marijuana, I think. Right. <laughs> By the way, Eric, going back to the topic at hand here, a lot of people are seeking for answers. People are wondering about selling their souls. And of course, these are probably, I would say these are young, aspiring, um, creative types. Yeah. And for individuals interested, though, exploring occultism, what resources or guidance would you share your, yourself to uh, these people seeking for answers, my friend? Yeah, let me well, let me, let me break something down. OK, so when yeah, people say they want to they want to sell their souls. Yeah. Usually it's not because they have a burning desire to sell their soul. It's usually because they want something out of it. They, they want, want some money. end results. So they want. Yeah. 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 So, it's so this is not a tattoo you're getting. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so here's, here's what I'm going to tell you to tell people to do. This is super simple. Get a black candle, black candle, light it up and gaze into the candle for a few minutes. You know, breathe a few times. You don't get into controlling your breath too much or counting how long you're breathing. Just take a couple of really clearing breaths and gaze into the candle's flame and let yourself get hypnotized by it. So spend a few moments really getting sinking your brainwave states down so you're in a nice, comfortable, relaxed state. Once you're there, visualize as you're gazing into the candle's flame, visualize exactly what you desire. So if you want some money, how much money? See that money in your hands. Actually feel yourself counting that money. You can see it's all there. And then along with that vision that you create, create an emotional response. What does that money do for you? Does it make you feel happy, relieved? Does the stress come off you? What happens? Actually make yourself feel those emotions as strongly as you can, gazing into the candle's flame, visualizing yourself receiving what you desire. Sit with that vision until you just can't hold it anymore. It's like it just leaves you. It starts to get harder and harder to concentrate on. At that point, say what you want out loud. You can say if you want to. You can say in the name of Satan. You don't have to say that. You can say whatever you want, but say out loud what it is you desire in a command form. So I command that the prosperity that I need will arrive to me without hurting anybody and without causing any inconvenience to me. I will receive this money. Something simple like that. And, uh, and, and put that out, blow the candle out, say so it is done, and forget about it and go on with your life. And you're going to see that that thing starts coming to you. When people are talking about selling their souls, there's the, the, there's there's some power that they've lost in their life that they that, that they don't have control over some specific aspect of their life, and and you don't get power over your life by giving up your soul or by by having somebody else fix your problems for you. But you can use simple magical techniques like the one I just described to start rearranging your reality yourself. Well, I'm glad you uh, said all that, by the way. Hopefully that answers uh, some questions out there for those individuals who were emailing me and wondering all about that sort of thing. I, hopefully they they got to this part of the interview. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, the, and the whole idea of, uh, of a pact with a demon, this is a big thing. This is kind of what people are talking about when right. they talk about uh, selling their souls. A pact with a demon is not like, I'll, I'll give you my soul or I'll give you this or that if you do this for me. It's, that, that That's... We like to think of it that way, like, right. uh, you know, just importing like English, uh, um, 
contract law into into this whole thing but that's not how it is the the uh, pact with the demon is or, or with any entity is uh is a commitment to work with it it's a, a a connection that you have with that entity i like to see a pact more like a marriage than a contract it's it's a, a connection you have with that entity so if you've if you're calling like for for me one of my favorite demons in the in in all of existence is azazel and i have made a pact with him that i keep hanging on my wall and uh and and i honor that pact through my entire life um but but that wasn't You'll give me this and I'll give you that. But it was like, Azazel, I, I love you and I want you in my life always. And so that's what that pact is. So when people – because people will come to pacts almost like it's a shortcut to get what they want. No, no. That's the longest path up the mountain. That's the roughest path up the mountain. But it's the one that you take if you're you – know, if it comes from that place of connection and love for the entity that you're working with. Boom. Did I just drop the mic on that one? I don't know. Michael, you there? I'm here. <laughs> Any thoughts on that, Mike? I'm sorry. Um, as you know, when 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 Eric talks about the process, I already understand it. I've done it. I know it. However, with respect, I must say this: anybody out there who is unfamiliar with magic, you may want to consider working with someone who has a little experience with it, because you might fuck up and do yeah. the wrong thing. I, I so again, Eric, no no disrespect to you, but I, I, what you said. I, I agree 100 percent, but I think there's a little more to it because I think people need to read up and understand what they're stepping into. No, Magic, wait a minute. You're not getting upset because I didn't tell them about all the dangers of opening oh. this gateway, are you? <laughs> not at all, because personally, I, I mean, I just believe that there are more details to it. And in fact, you know, for every book I've ever read on the rituals, magic, um, uh, everything about a cult and, and specifically, specifically Satanism. I think there is more to it. There's a little bit from the old grim wars, but at the same time, there's a new method and understanding on a way to get into it without upsetting entities, without making them think that they're, uh, how would I put this, uh, coming out to give you favors for nothing in return. You have to understand the spiritual world, the astral plane, and whether you're dealing with demons or angels, right? Well, well, and and one hundred percent, you're right, Mike. That 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 if uh, <laughs> that if somebody just throws themselves into that simple little ritual that I've that, that that I explained, you might start having some really strange things happening around you. You might precisely, start, yeah, awakening poltergeist activity and having things. No, absolutely, you're 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 even just by lighting that candle. You're you're tearing a hole in reality, one hundred percent. And right. so there is, yeah, you do do the. If you're one hundred percent new at this, yeah, you might you might want some guys. I'm going to tell you, go to becomealivingguide.com. On there, you'll be able to find not only my books and video courses, but also get on a consultation with me because um, this is one of the things. For for every single person, there's going to be a different magical path that every single person is going to find themselves walking. And so that's for for me the the, the I've, that's the one of the greatest resources I think I provide is just being able to get on a call with somebody, hear about what they're going through in their life, where they've been, where they want to go, and actually start drawing up an, a, a a map of how to get there. Um, right. Because yeah, because this is yeah one one hundred percent that there there are. Well, here's here's the real danger in in magic and, and witchcraft is that it's real and it works and uh, and you are right. opening up doors, you are calling spirits, and so so yeah, no, I appreciate you throwing that in there, Mike. That there does that, that that there does have to be some wisdom 
in there and 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 maybe even you know one one thing that a lot of people are going to run into is is you know how do i how do i get myself from doubting the ritual after it's done or how do i get myself to fully get into there's a lot of like things that you can you can really fine tune with the mechanics of how to make this happen that that i think do require a lot more and this is why like i've been doing this i started out when i was about 14 or 15 years old i'm a 42 or 43 now and uh and i'm still searching i'm still i'm still fine tuning the process so exactly. so yeah the, you never yeah. stop you never no, stop no absolutely and but, i'm still and, and i'm still fucking up like i'll still do a ritual call something up that i can't control and i gotta scramble to try to figure out what to do and so that's right yeah no absolutely that's why it's, it's important folks you don't just you know pull out a like a pamphlet or right. a sheet of paper that says here's how you do a curse it, yeah. you know it's not just that you need to understand more you need to know that there are certain details to it so that you don't hurt and i use the word hurt loosely so you don't hurt yourself or a other things around you, pets, friends, animals, loved ones, whatever. Um, uh, so yeah, you just you, you should probably read a book. <laughs> right. <laughs> probably probably read a book. Yeah. That would or be least, the the first least, step. Read a book. Read a book. If you know somebody who's a witch, if you know somebody who is associated with the occult that has been educated on these things such as eric even you know not to brag but myself as well i've i've been studying it since 2006 give or take and uh i've read so many books i even wrote my own book although i never published it i wrote my own grimoire and so i i read through so much that i began to understand certain processes and certain things to look out for so as not to screw things up right so, by the, that, by the way if anybody wants to call in please do so now before we let eric off the hook here that number is 424-666-2425 don't be afraid to call in i i had i had seen uh somebody was giving us a call i'm sorry to interrupt you guys and before oh, yeah. we we let him off the pitchfork <laughs> yeah. right before we let him off by the way speaking of which now we do have a caller go ahead caller you are live with myself and mr ea kuwaiting Good evening, guys. How's everybody? We're good. What's hey. going on, brother? I don't know. I want a free reading from this guy. I live in Canada, <laughs> man. I need some help. <laughs> yeah, the Canadian. Yeah, you, oh, well, you, if you're Canadian, you got you got a lot of problems. I don't know I can help you with. <laughs> yeah, we well, can't help you. You're Canadian. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally playing with you. I love Canada. I'm, I'm a big fan of Canada. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you're yeah, a, fan of Canada. yeah a, a free reading. What do you got going on? What do you Fuck, want to know? Man, I'm, I live in Canada. I need some. I need some positive stuff going on in my life. <laughs> Get ridiculous. Hey, he lives in Canada. Poor guy needs some help. Yeah, he needs right. help. Well, the first thing you need to do is arm up because <laughs> uh, Canada's getting scared. Yeah, get a gun. Uh, yeah, get a gun because I know how easy that is in Canada now. Get a gun and go to America. <laughs> yeah, or get the yeah. gun here, rather. <laughs> not in that exact. Order. Yeah, not in that order. <laughs> You might get stopped yeah. at custom. Yeah, yeah they, don't, to, uh, the, they don't like the it when you bring problem. your own guns in, usually. Yeah, they get angry. <laughs> Just a little bit. So, yeah, I'm sorry we can't really help you except for um, telling you to Our escape. Sympathy. Yeah, escape for um, escape to the West out here. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I uh, even even that I think we're maybe only a few years behind Canada. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, I, you know, I'm starting to look at property in uh, um, where was that Paraguay? 
Paraguay is oh. looking nice. Oh my god, are you kidding? In South America? <laughs> yeah, oh for do you, sure. Do you know that that oh my god, don't go there. That's a <laughs> I knew somebody who knew that area and it's really highly crime ridden. Be yeah. careful. Be careful no, in South America. That's what I've that's what I've understood. That's I'm still looking into. I'm I'm pretty comfortable, you know, here in the United States, but we'll see how things keep going forward. They they have a they have their their jail, just their jail is one of the most uh, what did they say? The most devastatingly dangerous jails Yikes. in the world. Is that did did uh, um, McGaffey? Didn't McGaffey get put in jail in Paraguay? Oh, you mean John McAfee? Yeah, John McAfee. Yeah. Who is or that? Was that was Belize? That was Belize. No, that was Belize. Yeah, because he, he he doesn't have good things to say about South American prisons. Who were we talking about? No I'm one sorry. does, Who by the person? way. John, John McAfee, he uh, he started McAfee's antivirus, which we all hate, and right. uh, made a lot of money on that. Then he murdered his neighbor and, and went on a, a, a run in a boat across the world being chased by international uh, um Allegedly. Police. Allegedly. We don't know Allegedly. that for a fact. I mean, yeah. I, I, mean I wasn't there. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 this is news to me. I didn't even, I don't even know who this person is. Oh, you got to look, you got to look up John McAfee. He's, uh, yeah, he's, you know, he, he's, he, he's done a, while he was, while he was on his boat escaping authorities for, for what, like over a decade or something like that, he would do all kinds of interviews and podcasts and had really interesting things to say about, uh, about freedom. He's yeah. like, you know, you don't, you don't need money to do what you want. You don't need permission. Stop asking permission. Just get in a boat and go wherever you want to go. You you know, if you're sitting in prison and you don't like it, fucking escape. Could they could they not arrest him because he was in international waters? Is that no? Is they, that they, they arrested him several times. Well, yeah, because he was in international waters, and they just straight up couldn't find him, and you know where, wherever he happens to be at in the ocean. But he would also uh, find really clever ways of escaping prisons. He, I think, he faked a heart attack to get out of the <laughs> yeah. prison in Belize, and yeah, just really a genius fellow, really genius fellow. Wow. If you ever get bored, check out our interview with him, uh, Mike. Oh, I didn't even know you did one, brother. Yeah, I, I've interviewed him before. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Egyptian princess in the chat brings up he was murdered in jail. He um, he he finally got arrested in uh, Spain, I believe, and uh, and put out a last a last little thing. Hey, I, I'm not suicidal. I'm uh, you know the government, the U.S. government is trying to take him down. Specifically, aside from killing his neighbor or being allegedly killing his neighbor, he got off the hook on a lot of taxes. And uh, there was some little tax loophole that he found, and uh, and he says that that's why they were coming after him. But uh, but then yeah, sure enough, he uh, quote unquote committed suicide in in jail. That's what they claim. Yeah, that's, that's what they, what they claim. Yes, and uh, my God, um, Eric, I, I do want to thank you though for being a part of the program. We we spent a long time together, and I'm looking at the time here, and it's definitely time to um, wrap it up. And I've enjoyed this conversation with you immensely, and yeah, it's been a good one. As oh, have I. Yes. We want to extend our sincere thanks for taking the time to be with us today and sharing your. Valuable experience, and my God, I I hope you enjoyed our, our talk here, Eric. I certainly did. It's always a pleasure. Very nice, very nice. And if you if you want, um, please feel free to plug anything you like. The stage is yours, Eric. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just gonna recommend everybody go check out becomealivinggod.com. Becomealivinggod.com. That's my main hub for everything I'm doing. It's got my video courses, books. 
consultations, rituals for hire, all kinds of stuff. Uh, like I said, this um, uh, upcoming Halloween. Uh, so the night before Halloween at midnight, we're going to be releasing our next book that is called uh, The Encyclopedia of Vampirism. That is a full grimoire of vampirism. So check that out. Very nice. That is pretty badass. And uh, since I- we are in October, we're going to have to probably bring you back on when we, once we get closer to Halloween, Eric, if you don't mind. I would love that. Nice. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say, Eric, you keep saying we. Are there other people associated with you in your organization? You know, I've I've got some people that work for me, kind of doing office work. Um, but then I've got my my partner Timothy that helped me set up Become a Living God. He's he's the uh, the business mind behind the the business. Um, I, I I create the content, I I write the books, I film all the stuff, and then he finds out how to get that out into the world. So oh, I see. Yeah, so we're we're a pretty good, you know, fifty fifty team that uh, that that handle become a living god now. It's a unit. Yeah, yeah, it really, it really is. Yeah, I I don't I don't know how I don't know that I, I I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm a terrible business person. Like I I've run <laughs> house painting companies, cabinetry companies, consultation companies, and they've all just driven into the dirt. Yikes! Um, so, so having somebody like Timothy on my on my side that helps me do the business part is it just lets me do it, it lets me do the magic and the art. I see. Well, uh, then Regis Satanus to you, my friend, and it was very nice chatting with you tonight. Thank you so much. I appreciate I appreciate you guys' time. Very nice. Yes. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here tonight, Eric, and uh, we will talk to you on the other side, my friend. Thank no you so in, much. No pun intended. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right, bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Good night. And I believe he's now gone. Into the spiritual world. Gone uh, into the ether of the night. Indeed. My, my, the, my. He took the elevator down. He sure did. And uh, Mike, did you enjoy that uh, that chat there? That was a fascinating interview. I really liked that a lot. Wasn't that fun? It was. I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I had a feeling you'd enjoy the guest here. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was, it was, it was not so bad. No, I'm, I I really got to also catch out your other interview today uh, with um, the ah, uh, the shaman. Yeah, with uh, Jake. Jake, yeah. Jake Chansley or Jake Up. I have been watching interviews with that guy left and right. Well, not left and right, but enough of them that it really, when you told me you were going to interview him, I was very, very happy. I was like, that's great. Yes, it was a show that was completely unplanned, by the way. I had no clue that was going to go on. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to the pad podcast probably tomorrow. Nobody's got AIDS. <laughs> Nobody's Sopranos got AIDS. clips tonight. Yeah, I got a, a couple of them here. I, I love that. Oh! <laughs> Nobody's got AIDS. I don't like that kind of talk. Nobody's got AIDS, Mike. Oh, at least not yet. <laughs> well, nobody's got AIDS. Oh, that is great. Oh, what a great show. It was a lot of fun. And of course, the fun doesn't just stop here, by the way. If you want bonus material, sign up right here on YouTube. You don't have to go to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon anymore if you don't want. But that's oh. always an option. You can go there or just stay here on YouTube and uh, listen to the interviews there and my God, take us on the road with you wherever you listen to podcasts. Download this shit and stop listening to the radio. Download this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Download this shit now. Now. Right. 
and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. And might go ahead and plug away, but don't plug my anus. I'm not a homo. <laughs> I'm not. Indeed, indeed. Yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening tonight. Have oh, a great I'm not a fag. <laughs> Michael, thank you for having me on. As always, I had a blast. Thank you for everyone who will be listening to this podcast. And if you're interested in uh, checking out my book, uh, I want to say thank you to the few people that have been writing, uh, who have been buying my book as of lately from the show. So thank you very much, folks. Oh, uh, you can go to MikeHideous.com, uh, MikeHideous.com, and you can find out uh, in the website how to get my book. Um, there are, you know, limited edition copies. Oh. So check it out if you can before they're all gone. Um Thank you very much, everyone. I had a great time. By the way, I do love your book, by the way. I, I do prop it up as much as possible because I um, seriously think it's a great, great book. Rather entertaining, Mike. I've always enjoyed your style, and it's a page-turner, as I like to call it. Thank you. You know who got one? Who? Our, our friend Skip. Ah, did he buy one? Yeah. Excellent. I'm, I'm so glad he did. It's a great fucking book. Rather entertaining. I mean, if you go and um, go in the shitter and take that in there, you might read the whole book in there. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done that a number of times. <laughs> you might be compelled to read the entire book in one sitting. I don't know. One sitting, no pun intended. You might, you might hurt your sciatic nerve, though, from sitting down so long. <laughs> sitting so long, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> might injure like me. By the way, how's your back doing, all right? Uh, you know, I'm still in a lot of pain. I'm... I'm like Don't a 90-year-old man walking around. Oh, brother. With a Charlie horse on the um on on the side of my ass, Mike. With a horse named Charlie on your ass? With a horse named Charles on my ass. <laughs> Good lord, Mike. Once again, Mike. All uh, right, Michael. Always a honor, my friend. We'll do it again on the other side. Looking forward to it. I'll talk to you soon, all right, brother? All right. Take care. Okay. Good night. Good night. Sign out of this. Hold on. How do I sign out? You don't know how to sign different. out? I don't. Oh, okay. I got it. I got there it. he goes. <laughs> Good night, <later>. Mike. <laughs> and there you have it, boys and girls. That was my co-host, Mr. Mike Hideous. Give him a round of applause. He did great. And, of course, we had Eric Kowetting on. Great job. He did a great job. Everyone did a great job. I do want to thank all of you out there for pressing play. Yes, you did the hard part of pressing the play button, and then you magically showed up here on the stream. A double feature tonight. A double dose of the Michael Deacon program. I hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. It was a mother effer of a show. I thought Eric did great. I thought Mike did great. I enjoyed the calls and all of you chatting away right here on YouTube. Much love and respect to all of you out there. Uh, this show would not be possible without you. This is a listener-supported program, so definitely sign up wherever you can. Buy the merchandise. Keep the ball rolling, boys and girls. That's all we ask for here tonight. Keep the momentum going. And I'm hearing the sound that can only mean one thing. The show is ending. Once again, boys and girls, it's an honor and pleasure to do this program with you. It truly is. I love it. This is uh, the greatest thing in the world to me. And we will rage through the night once again 
rather soon, boys and girls. Remember, go to michaeldeacon.com, sign up to the newsletter for all vital information related to the Michael Deacon program. My God, holy shit. Stay safe wherever you are on this island earth. And with that said, my name in fact is Michael Deacon and I am signing off from the wastelands of California, a place you don't want to be. And if you are out here, then you are an idiot. Stay safe. We will see you on the other side, boys and girls. My, my, my. I have uh, nothing left to say. This was wonderful. All that's left to say is, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, mahalo. Number one late night radio show and podcast.